Oh, Keith. Such a Keith thing to do. It's such a Keith thing to do, definitely. This is the Xbox cast. Are you ready for all the news? Every single bit of news that ever was to be newsed? Well, strap yourselves in because my word, we are catching up on every single bit of news that we have missed over the past couple of weeks. This is going to be another monster news, guys. I hope you're ready. We're your hosts, Carl and Lee, and this is New News with the Xbox cast. Mr. Lee, how are you doing? Mate, I'm all right. I'm okay. How was your trip to Melbourne? It was all right, you know. Oh, just, just pretty all right. Pretty decent, pretty decent. Not too bad. Not too bad, you know, did stuff, <laughs> drank some alcohol, ate some ate, food. Ate some food, just a bit. Ge- geeked out a little bit. Oh, yeah. Pointed at things randomly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no wonder they sent you home. No, like, exactly, we, can't, yeah. we can't have this man no, walking around no Melbourne just pointing. pointing at things. That's right. That's, that's not right. <laughs> I got caught out pointing at things, and that was it. They kind of said, oh, you have to go now. I'm sorry. Yep. But They're like, go. Yeah. We don't do that over here. We don't point at things. So, no. It is what it is. That was actually take, awesome. They took your passport back when you got to Napier. <laughs> yeah, They're no, like, and no, no more leaving for you. No, that's it. You're done. You just, can't point at things just, ever again. Stop it. <laughs> uh, well, it's news yeah. on a Saturday. I mean, we're not often on a Saturday, so I'm feeling pretty fresh and excited about oh. all the news that we have. Oh, well, this is exciting. I'm feeling okay. I've had real issues sleeping. Uh, your time zone is still a bit out, isn't it? Just so weird. I was so tired at last night at like eight, nine o'clock. I don't understand <laughs> why. <laughs> And then I went, ended up sleeping about, about midnight, went to sleep and woke up again at eight. And it felt like it was like three o'clock in the morning still, <laughs> which is kind of was six o'clock in the morning. So, so confused. My poor body. Yep. Your poor body. I don't understand how two hours can make so much difference, but. Well, from what Simone was saying, because she's reading why we sleep. She says that for every one hour out of your time zone, you need a day to recover. Yeah. And going there was fine. Yeah, because you add two hours, so suddenly yeah, you have right. all this extra time in the day, you have a 27-hour day, you know? Yeah, that's right, yeah, coming back, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, suddenly I've gone from 27 hours day to a 19-hour day, oh, and I feel shocked. So I went to sleep at, I think it was like 2, 2.30 on the first night, so I just couldn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sat, I was like, I don't feel tired. It was like midnight, 1 o'clock, I was like, I don't feel tired. There's no point going to bed, I'm not tired at all. No, I'm just, I'm just going to lie in bed and stare at the ceiling and go, oh, watch TV. I, was watch, I was just watching TV because I, like, oh, I can't, there's no point going to bed. I'm not tired in the slightest. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then it was, and then I woke up at like eight after going to bed at half past two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was a bit tired yesterday. And then last night I was so tired last night because then I woke up at seven because the dog arrived at seven o'clock and I'd had like about five or six, seven hours maybe. So not much sleep. So confused. <laughs> so yeah, it hurt. Oh man, it felt like, it feels like it does. Oh uh, um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I'm with you in spirit. Thank you. It's going to be strange because we're going across to New Zealand at the end of the month for oh, a weekend. Yeah. So it's, oh, just the weekend. Literally arriving on Friday, flying out on the Monday. So it's going to be just a bit of a, a quick weekend. And I don't yep. even know how our bodies are going to take it. I was fine in your place after two days. It was right. Two days I was into it. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. And away you go. And away you go. Because I was waking up at six o'clock in the morning the first morning. Mm-hmm. I know five o'clock. That's why I woke up at five o'clock in the morning, which is seven, which is my normal time. Ah, uh, yes. And then I woke up at six o'clock the next day, and then I was fine. So it literally was an hour each time, a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. 
Ah, so I have to go to bed at like I don't know nine o'clock tonight or something just to kind of reset because I'm just broken currently. <laughs> yeah, just why don't you um put the put your do you have daylight curtains or anything like those blackout curtains in your room? Oh, they're pretty good. They're not blackout, but they're pretty good. Okay, because so I was thinking at about six, you just go into the blackout curtains and you start telling your body, right, it's dark, it's quiet, time to start winding down. So then yeah. by nine o'clock, you're just ready to fall asleep. That's how I was last night, but I was like, I can't go to bed at nine o'clock because that's ridiculous because I will wake <laughs> up at five then <laughs> and then I'll be broken again. So I had to kind of stay up until a normal time, which is normally about 11, 11, 30. It's my normal time. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Just to kind of go, right, okay, so if I go, but then, so I read, read a book for a while and then fell asleep and it was fine. But this morning I woke up at eight o'clock, felt like I hadn't slept. Oof. And Barney was looking at me going, are we going out now? Are you going to feed me? What's going on? <laughs> is <laughs> it like, walkies bro. or is it food time? What's yes. going on? What's going on? Exactly. I was like, bro. So, yeah. <laughs> Poor <Swear> doc. <laughs> uh, just staring at you going, what's going on? Are you okay? Do I exactly. need to come sit on your head? That's uh, pretty much what we wanted to do. Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but Pax was awesome. It was really good. It's it made good me think we should get into doing more video stuff though. Just seeing the random people walking around. Yeah. There's heaps of people walking around as just random cameras. Did yeah. you see the person walking around with like, they had a body cam where they could stick their phone. And so they were live streaming, but their phone was just kind of hanging over their shoulder. So their oh. hands are still free. And they see, I was going to get some, cellars, some elastic bands and just put them around my oh. head. That is very much more the Xbox cast <laughs> way of doing things, isn't it? Exactly. And as he goes, it slides slowly down your face. You can't see after a while. And then you have to kind of adjusting it again. Just keeps doing that. That's what I was thinking. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then after or glasses, after, maybe some glasses. <laughs> end of the yeah, day, you just got this band. phone imprint with the elastic, the elastic band around your head. Uh, yeah. Well, you've got a cool Aussie hat now. You can just kind of cut out the front brim and just like hang your phone oh, down from it. I like it. You know, and then you can you just look through the phone. That's tr- actually not a bad idea. Well, it's probably a bad idea, but that's not actually a bad idea because you I mean, go, you're looking is where. Yeah, where everyone else is looking. Looking, but the yeah. thing is, you might go cross-eyed staring. Reading the chat so close to your eyes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, much good blind. Yeah, it's not a good uh, look. It's one it's take one for the team. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. Well done. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, thanks again, blind. <laughs> yeah, thanks for thanks for sacrificing your eyes for the podcast. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. The whole yeah. experience was really cool. Like even coming back was nice. Like the flight back was good. It was a bit late, but you know, it wasn't too bad. And because because yeah. of the extra two hours when I drove back, I actually got home at half twelve, but it was only half ten. Hmm. So the drive back was actually nice because I was awake. It wasn't like I was tired or anything. So, ah, oh, fantastic. Yeah, but then obviously it broke me for the next day because I obviously can go sleep straight away because I've been driving for like four and a half hours. So, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, that's impressive. I mean, you you fly into Auckland and you immediately jumped in your car and drove to Napier. You weren't yeah, yeah. even going, oh, I could hang out with Gary. Or had you had enough He said, Gary? do you want to crash? Do you want a coffee? I was like, no, dude, if I still leave now, then I'll get home at a reason It won't be too late. <laughs> so, so the real answer was, you've had enough, Gary. Oh, no, <laughs> no, that's not go. at all. No, I just need to get home just to reset. Because <laughs> I also spent all day the next day driving, is what I was thinking. Because, you know, you kind of wake up, you have some breakfast, and then you leave the house at like nine, and then you get home at one, then you've just lost another day. Yep, yep. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking would happen. That's exactly what would happen. Like, I'll crash there, wake up knackered. Yeah, wake up knackered, and then he's, he wants some breakfast, and he's going to hang out and chat, and you're going to talk about packs, and you're only leaving after lunch anyway. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And then you lose a day, so I was like, no, I'm going to get home, and then I can do stuff, point at things. 
<laughs> go back to Napier where they allow you to point at things. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the whole experience was really good though. And it kind of like it just worked. The whole trip worked. Even yeah. you getting us lost all the time was fine. Like it was okay. Well, I mean, we kept finding food, which was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well, down here, we, it was funny because in the end, me and um, uh, uh, Kingsman Trevor were just standing back and watching you because you'd literally veer off one way and then change direction and veer back again. That was literally how you were walking because you kept going, oh, go down here. Oh, no, wait a minute, we'll go down here. And then we'd kind of, yeah. Yeah, well, you wander down, you go, this road looks familiar. No, wait, this road no, is supposed is to be one, one over and it's supposed yeah. to actually turn right instead of left. So let's try that instead. The bad times Lee walked into me at the beginning because he kept going <laughs> walking beside you. <laughs> he walked into me because he changed direction. Like, dude. Yeah, well, yeah. I was getting excited. There's so many places I wanted to go. I wanted to go everywhere all at once. And so I just yeah. ended up going nowhere. <laughs> no, we, we got there in the end. We did. Via, via other places. That was the only difference. Indeed. The best part was, oh, let's go here for lunch. No, this place is closed on a Monday. Oh, that was awesome. That was really good walking around here. And let's walk down to that cafe that was being rebuilt. Oh, yeah. Well, that it was, was a nice walk. You got to see yeah, some yeah. cockatoos. God, they were screaming at us. <laughs> uh, you can kind of see how they're dinosaurs, eh? With their loud noises. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, we had when I was walking to work the other morning, we had a whole flock of them over the Yarra River, over the bridge that we kept crossing to Flinders. Oh yeah. But and man, in the city, you can still hear them as they fly down the Yarra River. You just hear their squawking. It's a squawking. Yeah, they're crazy. Insane. But it was lots of fun. It was. It was indeed. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, real yeah, fun. Pax was great. So you're going to come over for what, Comic-Con or Armageddon or F1 or what other events can we drag you back for that's yes, not podcast yes. related now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Phantom of the Opera is showing. That's a good excuse. You can come oh, point yeah. at them. It's in the dark oh, so yeah. no one will see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just point at the stage. Look, look at the stage. People singing. Yes. I know these songs. I know they're going to sing along. <laughs> Isn't that what you do? Sing along? Jump on the stage and help out? Yeah, yeah, of course. They love it. And then yeah. you jump into the crowd and crowd surf. Oh, crowd surfing at. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Especially when they sing. Yeah, especially when they sing in the song, you know. It's great. People love it. They all get into it. Yes. That's all right. They have no choice. I shall make them. <laughs> I shall make them. Well, we have promised the listeners news and such they are news excited. we have promised. They are so excited for the news, aren't they? I can My tell. Word. We have a lot of news. In fact, this news, this podcast is just going to be news. News, 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 and more I news. Think, I think we've broken it. It's, we've got to get into this. Because if we don't broken. start, we're going to be here for the rest of the day. Yes, yeah, is true. So, kick us off with the news, Mr. Lee. What well, has been happening over the past... It feels like six months, according to how much news we hold, have. Hold it. You've forgotten something really important. What? The gameplay chart. Well, let's dive into it. Let's do it. This is October 10th. So this is actually five days ago. So this is you know, almost out of date. Oh, man. It's going to be a new like, one Should I do this week and last week's as well? Let's see if there's any that? differences. That'll be a good one. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I don't know. People might actually hate us. We <laughs> uh, might actually lose listeners, which is, you know... Oh, this is actually... Oh, okay. So have you looked at the charts? I've no, dropped not it into yet. Pocket. I've dropped I'll it into pocket. Um, I, I wait for you to show me the charts so that I can act surprised. Oh, okay. Well, this is a shock, actually. Because hmm. you remember we walked over and we were going to watch this game being played live and it, we had, it's only just been released. Oh, and yes. we stood there and there was a countdown. 
Then they played an advert, and then they said, <laughs> "They said, oh, please wait." We're like, "Oh, this is interesting." So this game called Overwatch Two didn't actually work. I think. <laughs> well, it seems a bit silly to have Overwatch Two at PAX on yeah, the, no, was... the day after launch. Well, they kind of had pictures of it, didn't they? They did. They had pictures. They had the marketing material. They did yes. not have the game. No, the game was but just slightly green. Then again, I don't think anyone had the game. Well, but look at number one in the charts. I'm impressed. Overwatch 2 is number one. Is that because everyone just jumped into the queue and let it sit there for a day? <laughs> What's interesting, so what it says here is, Blizzard expected, expected the launch of um, Overwatch 2 to go smoothly, but DDoS attacks and server issues saw 40,000 player long clue. I didn't realize that DDoS account attacks and server issues. Okay, but if you, if you read between the lines, having... 100,000 people queue up for your game is technically a DDoS attack. <laughs> True. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's unexpected DDoS. It's not like a proper DDoS because, you know, they mean it. But Yeah, it's, 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 um, it's still a DDoS attack because you've got a, a good couple people queuing for your game. And when you're expecting, you know, six people to jump in on launch day, you only fire up the Raspberry Pi to host the servers on. That's right. You get your Windows 98 machine on and... Yeah, you plug it into the internet and you go, look, plug it'll it be fine. Internet, and you go, this will be fine, it won't be hacked. Yeah. And Everyone's then, done the Windows updates last 10 years ago. I have a feeling Blizzard is constantly in this position where they release a game and they go, oh, we didn't expect everyone to like our games. To be fair, every single release of every single online game does this. Actually, it does. That's... Every single one. There's not one that I know has gone well. Interesting. That's a good point. I wonder what... Which online game has actually gone well? All the ones I've been involved in. I remember Destiny from back in the day. Oh, uh, yeah, Never Destiny worked. was a shocker. Because that was always, what was the error? It was like um, Armadillo or something? It was a name, wasn't it, the, the error? And mm. it was basically like there's too many people. Yep. Sea of Thieves also had Greenbeard. Oh, I remember actually Destiny 2 was good because you come in at a queue like 2,000. You're like, oh, 2,000, you know, that will take a while. But yeah. And then it goes 4,000. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> why is it going up? <laughs> why did I lose my place in the queue? <laughs> yeah. What a double, yeah. Um, Division 2, same. Division 2, come, when it first came out, shocking. Uh, all the Modern Warfare games have always come out badly. Mm. Diablo 3. Oh, I remember that Diablo was just 3. Broken. I took time the... off to play it, and I spent the first day of my leave watching a queue, <laughs> and I'm just going, this is useless. Remember the loot just kept disappearing all the time, because the loot was tied back to the online services? Yeah, yep. So loot would must disappear? Yeah, that was great fun. It's almost <laughs> like no one's ever released a game before, and it's all new. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, like, they're completely shocked. Oh, what, when people? <laughs> we, here's this game that we've been hyping up for six months. We've killed the original game so that the... Version 2 overwrites you version 1. You have no choice. Yep. You have no choice to play it. You're going to log in. Oh, look, people have arrived. Oh, wow. How did this happen? Remember Twitter? When Twitter first started with whale fail? Yeah. yeah. Constantly fail whale. Fail whale. <laughs> Actually, true. It seems like no one prepares for anyone. They just no. power on someone's laptop. Your Dell will handle this, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, we're expecting right. six people. Yeah, I've got like... 8 gig of RAM, it'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm running Chrome, it'll be great. Actually, so looking at this, Multiverses was amazing when it came out. Huh, but do you think Never. it's because they had a long beta? Oh, maybe. I wonder if it was because they had, like, at the beta, actually, if you were in the beta, you got in a week early or something. And it was really easy to get, I got in the week early, like, it wasn't, I didn't have to do anything special to get into it. Hmm. 
So I wonder if they kind of spread out a bit more from the locals. Yeah, I think the staggered approach is probably best, especially like there's a closed beta. If you're in the closed beta, you get to the open beta. If you're in the open beta, you get access early to the game before release and then releases just, you know, a patch and then it opens up to the public. And at that stage, everyone who really wants to play the game will have tried to sign up for either of those betas. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So then you're just, when you open up the game for general public, you're kind of catching all the harp in a way. Mm. Like everyone who's harped for the game that didn't get into the betas will join. But then at least you can gauge. We're like, whoa, we had a million people sign up for the beta. Let's cater for maybe 1.5 million on open day. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. So yeah, that was good. Anyway, but so Have funny. you downloaded Overwatch 2 yet? No. Okay, no. download it. I'm so keen uh, to play it. Are you I really? was looking at me last night oh, while, I was okay. watching, while I was watching Scorn download or get the day one patch or whatever. I was looking at it going, but no, yes, should I, should I just jump in? Should I just start it up? What's going on? And then Scorn okay. finished and I was like, right. okay. After this podcast then? Good. I will download it. How big is it? That's a good question. I have no idea. I just click download and then walk away. And then the Aussie yeah, internet falls over. Um, 20 gig. That's not too bad. Oh, not too bad at all. Completion, 138 to 194 hours. Oh, we're not completionists here. We're just going to shoot people for a bit. It does say I played 70 hours already, which is interesting. Ah, because Overwatch 2 has overwritten Overwatch 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you fire up Overwatch 2, does it pop the Overwatch 1 achievements? I've not even installed it. I don't know nothing. Because that'll be interesting if you just, like, have a look at the... the the, um, Achievements, says, and you basically just get double says, achievements. I don't know. I've already I've already popped fifteen out of one hundred and sixty. <laughs> one hundred and sixty achievements. Oh, what yeah. the heck? That's oh, not too bad. Amazing. Oh, the base game contains fifty nine, and thirty three DLC packs contain one hundred and one achievements. That's what? incredible. <laughs> wow, that's that's a list. That is indeed Halloween Terror 2016. Oh my god! So every time Doomfist, Summer Games, Halloween Terror 2017, there is there's 33 DLC. That's incredible. That's amazing. And Kiriko was the last one. So yeah, Overwatch Two has just put it overwritten Overwatch One, hasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, just, it's exactly yeah. the same. Have um, they even boosted the graphics? Oh, I'll play it when I play it. I'll work out if it's boosted the graphics or not. Cool. I'm so keen okay. to play it. Let's go back to the charts. Right, the charts. Uh, I know how we can stretch, how long we can stretch the charts out for. We've been going for um, <laughs> quite a while already. <laughs> Twenty minutes. And we've done one item on the charts. We've done one on the charts now so far. That's quite good. Um, this is good. <laughs> and then the rest of them have literally gone down by one place. Like every single one of them has gone down by one place. Yep. So there's Fortnite. So it tells me last week's chart was probably exactly the same. Um, Except with an Overwatch. <laughs> with no Overwatch, yeah, Overwatchless. I wonder if Overwatch itself has dropped out then. When people manage to play it still. Um, anything interesting top 10? Pretty much exactly the same as normal. Fours are 10. No, fours are 5 is at number 10 anyway. Or number 11 now. Chivalry 2. So this yeah. is a game I want to play. This game looks amazing. Ah, oh, this is hilarious. This is everyone just screaming, isn't it? That's right, yeah. You just run <laughs> out and scream at each other and they have the stupid comments from the, the developers messing around and making comments and stuff, don't they? I think uh, every developer added their own stupid comment. I think that was kind of the, the vibe uh, we got off the release. That's so, so good. good. Uh, yeah, so that's at number 12, which is pretty good. 
Oh, and interesting, just reading the quick write-up about Chivalry 2, it picked up an extra half a million half players a million thanks players. to Game Pass. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, awesome, yeah. Um, then we go down, we got uh, NBA 2K23, has that got up a place? Which one that is, who knows? No, who no idea. And Halo Infinite 17, Fallout 76 is a re-entry. Yeah. Because of the pits, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, the pits, or I think they did a, a live dev blog or something where they showed new stuff coming. So, do you know what I played yesterday? What did you play? Fallout 76, the pits. But what, <laughs> what about it? You sat down, you fired up Fallout 76, the pits. So, I've got a review code for the Dulux edition of Fallout 76, pits, the pits. Oh, nice. Okay. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So, I installed it, Xbox One, so I installed it. And it's the problem is, my character is only level 7. <laughs> so it's not powerful enough to do the pit stuff. <laughs> I was like, well, this is uh, interesting. So I'm going to have to like, do what? Play for the next 30 hours to get myself high enough level characters? Just call Paul. Let him drag you through it. Yeah, this is that. Yeah. Um, what is funny is I joined some other groups and the, the guy level was like 400. <laughs> and I was level <laughs> 6 or 7. <laughs> uh, uh, so I joined it and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then he went and did a daily and disappeared. I ran around after him for a while. He disappeared. Um, and then he kicked me out of the group. I was like, oh, okay. That was a bit sad. <laughs> That's a bit disappointing. He just got a fear. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. I was like, oh, yeah, fair enough. And then went back to my um, house and then took apart some of my gear I'd been picking up. Oh, cool. You know, as you do. Because basically, when you're just picking up stuff, I was too heavy so I couldn't fast travel. I oh, then yes. dumped some stuff and then traveled back, got rid of all my stuff and went, yeah, I can't play this anymore. I need some help here. This is not working on my own. Oh, um, that's funny. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, Dead by Daylight's going to play. There's not a lot going on here, you know, excitingness. Medieval uh, Dynasty is a, yeah. as a new entry. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, Medieval Dynasty, new entry. What is that? Oh, is that probably because of Game Pass? Trevor, Trevor was very excited about this one. Was he? Okay. Yeah, this is a, um, a first-person um, management game. Yeah, I was watching this game. I went because I had no idea what was going on here. And it's a first-person management game. You run around managing like an area, a medieval place. Oh, okay. So you don't manage a person. <laughs> you are person, a person, person manager, but you're you're a person, but you're managing a village and first person. Oh, okay, cool. I think rather I've than, actually you know, seen this. Yeah, rather than top-down view of it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. How, I don't know. I don't know. I was tempted to install it to have a look, but then it is Halloween weekend week this month. It wasn't Halloween month this month? Yeah, so Halloween month. I've tried to play stuff that's scary, not just play medieval dynasty management <laughs> yeah. game. Uh, uh, do we care about the rest? Inside's back up again. Reentry for inside. Inside reentry. Yep. And then Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Three reentry. Uh, inside reentry. That sounds really bad. Um, <laughs> and then Call of Duty Black Ops Three is a reentry as well. And, excitingly, Elder Scrolls Skyrim Special Edition has gone up one place. <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah, indeed. Oh, my That's word. hilarious. And the top comment says, nice to see Skyrim cracking the top 40 still. I think it's time for an anniversary of the anniversary edition. <laughs> so true. Oh. Oh. No, someone said that. Okay, cool. Yep. Don't get sucked into the comments, Lee. <clears throat> Okay, cool. Uh, we did amazing. it. That was cool. the charts. Man, well, those are some up. interesting charts. Very interesting charts. You know what we've missed out on? 
We should contribute to make sure Overwatch 2 stays in the number one place to teach Fortnite a lesson. Yes. <laughs> So we'll be interested because normally it hovers around like seven or eight, doesn't it? Overwatch. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if it actually manages to stay up there or everyone gets bored. But I think going free to play was a good idea for it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what everyone else does, isn't it? Yeah. But then who's not brought Overwatch? Oh, you haven't brought Overwatch, did you? No, I haven't. I was so close multiple times to buying Overwatch, but now it's gone free to play. I'm looking at it going, mm, I could spend a bit of money on the battle pass. Yeah, I, I brought it. But you can buy it cheap. It was always only for eight dollars, so I bought it for Ruby. Yeah. She played it a lot. Nice. Even though she says she still she used my character, so I don't believe she did. I did all that work myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, she was not happy when I give her an ID. And went, oh, there you go. There's your account. <laughs> she has to no. start from scratch. Gets <laughs> up from scratch. Uh, um, okay, so this is going to be this news. I think we should do this news on a quick like. Do we want to talk about this too much, or do we just keep moving on? Okay. Because I found the first story, and it's September 14th. Wow. Yeah. That's a bit far away. September 14th? Yeah, yeah. It was last month. Yeah, that's far away. That was oh, practically yeah. last year. Sorry, I thought far away is in the future. No, no, far away in the past. <laughs> it's, it's early here, so that's my excuse. Oh, I see, brain. I'm going to do it quickly. So it's ID for Xbox. We didn't talk about this at the time. That's why I dropped it in at the time. It's the, it's the four titles of ID and Xbox indie game division. Oh, yes. It was on show at Twitch Gaming. We didn't talk about this at the time, though. No, I don't think we did. Because, uh, yeah, I remember there was, there was a bunch of news, and then they had this ID at Xbox event, and it just completely after... slipped underneath the radar. What was it after? It was after one Gamescom, wasn't it? It was just like the weekend or the same week as Gamescom. Yeah, and we just everyone just collectively ignored it because there was other stuff coming out. Yeah, so I want to do it real quick then. So Evil, Evil, uh, which is out now, September October eleventh. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiplayer social deduction game. We're up to twelve friends. You can work together against each other to either unmask conspirators hiding in the village or live out your dark side as a selfie murderer. Ooh. So like werewolves within, or the card okay. games and all those sort of things. I yep. like. Um, that sounds really cool. I saw it yesterday, actually. I was going through all the games, new games of Game Pass. I thought, that looks really cool. I need some Ooh. friends, but it looks really cool. It does look really cool. Yeah. And it's kind of cool looking as well. Uh, Born of Bread. Um, a light-hearted adventure centered around exploration and combat system that rethinks turn-based encountered troops. Ah, uh, yes. From Wild Art Studio. Shout out if you want to talk about this more. Um, then we've got um, Har- Homestead Arcana. Oh, yeah. I remember we spoke about this for a while, Homestead Arcana, because it looked really cool. Yeah, you play a flower golem. Nice. <laughs> uh, go Song of Iron 2, which looks very exciting. Love the first, yep. love the look of the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, which is where you're running around side-scrolling uh, Vikings, basically. Yep. Looks amazing though, like beautifully designed. I'm sure it's like a one man band as well, almost. Yeah, it's a one man band, and the fact that he got a sequel is fantastic. Yes, yeah, yeah. I nearly picked up the first one, but just don't have time to play it. So yeah. maybe this will be the one to pick up. Such is the curse of all games at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. We did talk about this very briefly. Yeah, we spoke about this a while ago. We went yeah, in turn- depth about Turnip Boy and robbing banks. <laughs> we did. He's teaming up with the pickled gang to plan the weirdest heist of all time. Shakedown hostage, still precious valuables, battle the buzz, battle the fuzz, not the buzz, and then 
use wacky tools to brought off the dark web to move further into the vaults of the botanical bank. The dark web. The dark web, yes. <laughs> um, let's cook together two. Um, so this is, what does it say do? A cooking co-op game, obviously. Yep, cooking co-op game. Doesn't really give you much information. It's style, uh, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. This looks fun. Looks awesome, doesn't it? Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is going to be Game Pass, is it, this Ghostbusters one? Is it? ID Xbox. ID Xbox. ID at Xbox is just, you know, just independent developers. Games. So I coming don't know whether Xbox. it's... Yeah, I don't know whether it's coming to Game Pass, but if it does, my word, we're all jumping well, in. So yesterday when I pre-ordered... Ha-ha! Pre-ordered um, Gotham Knights. Ah, yes. Which I'm very excited about. I don't care what you say. I'm very excited <laughs> about this game. I also saw Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. I was like, is that coming to Game Pass or not? Because hmm. I think this could be cool. If it's done well, I think it would be very cool. And it's kind of like just fun. Yeah, definitely. Someone's I'm, a ghost. I'm super keen for it. Four people running around trying to shoot shoot the ghost. Yeah, the ghost being a, a naughty boy. And, and basically, the ghost has missions to break stuff. I think that seems to be the um, the the what I've read about it anyway. Uh, and obviously, the four guys go after the ghost. Yeah, it Sounds looks very awesome. cool. I'm super keen for this. Yeah, yeah. So I nearly pre-ordered it yesterday. Instead of, I was like, oh, would Ghostbusters be better than Batman? Ghostbusters, Batman. Go. So I went Batman. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if Ghostbusters come to Game Pass, then it's easy. Yes, exactly. You'll just play it. Uh, but I don't think it'd be an expensive game. I feel like it would be like a $40 game, $50 game. It won't be like a $120. Mm. Yeah, Doesn't yeah. It's not like going to be like a $100 game. game, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, the Amazing Cultivation Simulator. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, never heard of it. No, this is interesting. I like the you art can... style. Yeah, it's kind of Japanese look, isn't it? Mm. Like an anime look to it. Very can be cool. quirky then. Um, you oh, rise, quirky. you can rise up and swear. You know, Japanese stuff is always a bit quirky. I think it's half the times it's, it's the uh, translation that makes it quirky. Yep. <laughs> uh, you can rise up and search for immortality in this strategy sim management game based in Chinese. Oh, Chinese mythology. Okay. Rebuild your sect and train your new disciples through path of cultivation, research magic, gather up mystical artifacts, face ancient dangers of sex in your path to spiritual ascension. Hmm. That's coming out of the same game PC Game Pass, actually. Interesting. Just having a look, it looks kind of like um, Stardew Valley, that kind of look. Ah, okay. So the cover is deceptive. The cover is deceptive, okay. Oh, it's a Steam game. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? It's cool lighting, though. Yeah, very cool lighting. But, yeah, look at the cover, and it looks very interesting, and then you look at the the actual game art, and it is kind of Stardew Valley-ish. But Stardew Valley is massive. Yeah, it is. But people like farms for some reason. People like management sims, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's a whole list of stuff here. Sky, city, Skylands, plazas and promenades. Oh, uh, yes. Promenades, promenades. Uh, Call of the Wild, the angler. Because, <laughs> you know, fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have we got? Uh, Metal Hosinger, which you know about because that came out. Yep. Moon Scars. I was looking at Moon Scars. That looks amazing. A really cool-looking uh, side-scroller. Music was really okay. cool. Um, running around and shooting myself with a big sword and Ooh. magic powers. Oh, yes. made it like a really cool-looking side-scroller. Cool. I do like swords and magic. Don't know. Um, I got a review code for Spider Heck on PC. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I might what? jump into that. I've installed it. What is Spider Heck? No idea. Don't know what the <laughs> heck. That's great. <laughs> uh, it's kind of weird-looking. 
I think it's a side scroller, to be honest. Spider heck. It'll be funny if there's no spiders in the game at all. You're like, what the heck? What the heck? Yeah, exactly. That's probably what the game's about. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird-looking side scroller. My word, that's just about every single colour known to man, and then neonized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Wow, that's mad-looking. Okay, so that could be interesting to jump into. Yeah, this will be great oh, fun. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, we'll jump and do a review on it. Um, Valheim and Walking Dead as well coming to... It's interesting, yep. coming to Spain, I guess. And You Suck at Parking, which is already out. And everybody loves. And everyone loves it, yeah. So yeah, that was that's why I had it in there because I thought there's some interesting stuff we didn't really we'd missed out or skipped over or something. Yeah, definitely for sure. I've been going through and moving some stories. Yeah, some of those we've already covered. Yeah, cool. Um, new sound, new turn off the startup sound on the Xbox. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> Just silence. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, so update. This actually came out. This, we haven't done news for so long. I know, this, this is, is insane. insane. Okay, this is also 25th of September, so possibly you already know about this, but... I update... Ah, okay, this is interesting. My Xbox. This is top tip of the week. My Xbox did not start up when I came home. Ah. Press power button, beep beep, and then turn off. Um, oh. After doing it four or five times, I was like, oh no, <laughs> my Xbox has died. <laughs> So I was like, okay, so I turned it upside down because I thought it was funny and turned it on. Didn't work. I was like, okay, well, that's a bit sad. Because that well, that's my only ever troubleshooting I've done on my Xbox. Um, <laughs> so then I Googled it and, you know, two people would come up with Xbox One issues because when it beeps once and turns off again, Xbox uh, One had that issue as well. Yep. Um, and then I was digging around and then I found, I was putting Series X, but it wasn't coming up. So and then I found one for Series S. So if your Xbox does not decide to turn on one time, Press the bind button for 10 seconds and then press the power button. Okay. Um, and then it goes into update, update mode and runs an update. Oh, I see. And that's what fixed it in the end. Interesting. And you kept all your save games and everything? It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's two. The one, one I read was it resets your machine. And I was like, well, that's fine because everything's on disk. So just, yeah, yep. It must be fine. Um, but this one didn't. It just did an update, and it ran for... It didn't take... It was like a four-gig update it ran. So I wonder if it started updating while I was away uh, yeah. and wasn't turned on or something, so it doesn't quite complete the update properly. Yeah, so it wasn't... So it went into sleep mode, started an update, and then because it, you didn't turn it on for a whole week, it went into deep sleep? Yes, that broke it. And that broke it. Oh. So hold the bind button for 10 seconds. Actually, one person was like, press the eject button lots, lots and lots of times. Okay, so that didn't do anything. But no, the bind button for 10 seconds and power. Well, yeah, um, hit the eject button a lot of times and all the all the bad bits come out the Xbox. That's what I wondered, yeah. I was hoping <laughs> nothing came out, though. All the bad code. What was annoying, though, because I've been messing around for so long, I pressed the bind button and power on and nothing happened. And then I looked at my TV and my TV had turned itself off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, so I turned TV on, it was doing things. I was like, oh, God, thank God for that. Because I was like, oh, I didn't do anything. Oh, wait a minute, TV's turned off. Oh, that's funny. So that was a bit of a worry because I was like, oh, well, I, don't, I don't know now. I have to send it home, I guess. I was thinking I would do yeah. it by Series S and just send it back or something and you know, just get it fixed. Oh, what yeah, do I just do? buy Series S until you get your X back and then you can return it. Pretty much. That's where I was at. <laughs> I thought, because I can probably walk into Nolis and pick up an S just like that. Yeah, just super easy. I might have kept the S and put it on my rig here, though, actually. Oh, yeah, that would have been For good. For streaming, yeah. Would have been a nice little streaming machine. Yeah. 
Hmm. Well, I mean, you can still do that. Your whole Saturday is ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yes. Who needs money? It's all fine. Uh, uh, so that's an international trip. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Yes. Actually, I did quite well. Because you were awesome and let me stay at your place. It was actually quite a decent trip. Yeah, it didn't cost me any more money than yeah. Yeah, the money I didn't spend more money than my normal wage. I just didn't spend my wages. I just spent my wages for the week. Oh yeah. So I didn't actually spend any money out of savings. So it was kind of amazing somehow. Brilliant. Yeah, I don't know how that worked. I was a bit concerned, but (laughs) it helps when you have an American buying you drinks the whole time. Oh yeah, he was hilarious. No, we I did buy at least one round for a hundred (laughs) bucks. Yeah. Like Jesus, because it was a hundred bucks in Aussie money as well. It wasn't even yes. like hundred bucks in Kiwi money. Mm. That was a really cool place to hang out over all afternoon. That was a good spot. But yeah, that was a great spot. That's why it was expensive because it's on the street. Indeed. Um, okay, so there was an update. Um, but doesn't actually it says it fixes app, Xbox accessory apps and closing unexpectedly. Um, have you got a search button on your my Xbox update? Is also I've got a now search option on the top of my screen. Oh, because you're an insider. So you've uh, got the new or the, the new dashboard in inverted commas. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's a new search button at the top you can go to. Which is strange because you just hit Y on the controller and you search on the home. Oh, is that right? Oh, I didn't know you that. didn't know. <laughs> no. But oh. also, next to that, there's a settings icon as well. Yeah, which is so strange. I can get to settings immediately now. I mean, how often are you jumping into settings, to be honest? Oh, no. Don't jump into settings ever. I mean, the first, you jump into settings once when you get the box. Yeah. And that's it. So I don't understand why you need a settings icon on your dashboard. No. It seems... It's Microsoft, though, isn't it? We need eight ways of getting around places. Yeah, yeah. It's very strange. Yes. Um... But I do like what they've done with the library view. Oh, when you go yeah, the library on the top. You've got the tabs along the top. Yeah. All the tabs yeah. on the top, it's split up like my games. Game it's actually class. really easy now to go to the Xbox Live games. Because you just go along the top and find out what games have been released this week. And this is way easier than it used to be, which was yeah. go to my apps, go across, go down. There was all this messing around. Now you just go straight to it. Yeah. I would just wait for the Games with Gold advert to pop up on the dashboard and click on that to uh... redeem games. Because <laughs> otherwise it's just too hard to try to figure out where you need to go to redeem these games. Yes. And have a look at the sales and stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's why I just wait for the adverts to pop up on the dash and then you can, oh, there's a sale. Let's have a look. So I don't really see my dash that often, though. It's quite weird. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so next story. Cool. Logitech, a G Cloud handheld gaming device for Xbox Cloud Gaming or Play. This, I'm really interested in this one. In a kind of, I don't want to buy this, I don't want a full PC. Because mm-hmm. of the cost, the extra cost of buying the you know, the, the um, a Steam device, I feel like mm-hmm. that's too much. It's a bit of overkill. The Switch can't play any Xbox uh, Game Pass games, so it's kind of yep. pointless. Whereas this one will do all of it except Switch. Mm. To me, that's good. Yes, it's very yes. cool. It's very cool. Um, although I read a tweet that someone put out that said, "Do not get this Xbox, uh, this Game Cloud thing. The something comes out in two weeks, it would be better." Ooh. That's what I saw, t- I saw a tweet flow pass. Oh, interesting. Like, okay. oh, he wouldn't give any information. I read this. He was like, no more information other than that. And I was like, it was, oh, who was that? I can't remember now. But it was kind of well-known Xbox oh, person yeah. said something. I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. But this is it's cool. So um, and they've already reduced the price on it as well, which makes me think that something is coming out because they must be freaking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's equipped to do Xbox Cloud Gaming and Xbox Remote Play as well, which is good. Um mm-hmm. 
It's a 7-inch touchscreen, 1080p, built-in thumbstick and button control setup, like Xbox controller, 3.5mm jack for your headphones, no Bluetooth, which is fine. Yep. 12-hour batteries, which it will be because it's just doing, you know, not doing much. Mm-hmm. Um, it can run ta- Android standard Android apps and has access to the gameplay store. So basically it's an Android phone. Yeah, it's basically an Android phone with a controller. With a controller, yeah. Um, $200 US. Hey, that's not too bad. It's not, is it? Oh, sorry, two ninety nine. sorry. Sorry, 299 US. Hmm. Uh, but it was, I already saw it reduced somewhere. Yeah. I can't remember where I saw it. The price was reduced. I was like, okay. Because if they were this down to 200 bucks, you'd be like, oh, well, that's actually really good. Yeah. This like, is, if you get I a mean, really good deal on it. Yeah. Like, you give this to a kid. And you don't need to buy them an Xbox. You just... Uh, no. Here we go. Here's your handhold. Here's, like, I mean, does it have 5G or Wi-Fi in it? It's got Wi-Fi, but if it had 5G, I mean, there we go. You can take it anywhere you want. It'd be interesting to see if they added an HDR port to it. Yeah. I don't think there is one, but if they did something like that, then... That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think so. I think it's quite cool. Hmm. I mean, people um, spend hours on coming switches, out as well. so. Sorry? People spend hours playing Switch in handheld mode. So yes. It's not that far-fetched to think of Xbox games in handheld mode. No, no, no. A lot of the games coming out now are actually being designed for it as well, aren't they? They're yeah. getting tweaks. It's very cool. Uh, keeping on the theme of handhelds, well, this one's way, way more expensive. Uh, it's a 1X players. It's an AMD-powered handheld. Hmm. So this is more like a computer in your hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this goes against the Steam Deck, basically. Ah, yep. Whereas the other one goes against your phone. Yeah. See, I like the idea of not using my phone as well, because obviously you don't want to kill your phone playing games, like yeah. time, uh, battery-wise and stuff like that. Mm, definitely. And especially using your phone for playing games, someone texts you and you get the notification, or someone gives yep. you a call, and halfway through the game, your whole phone locks up because someone's calling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, it's an online game and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I would like to answer my phone, but I would have to move my hands off the controls. And and I'm trying to kill people. Yep. What are you doing? Um, so this is, it's not for pre-order. It's a seven-inch device, the same thing. Um, they seem to have a really good, this guy's here, one X-Player, have a good reputation for um, machines as well. Because hmm. they did the one net netbook, one X-Player Mini, which is a great name. Oh, yeah. Quite catchy. Um, so here we go. I'm trying to find some information. 200% rate, frame rate increase over previous units. It's a tw- 1920 by 1200 screen. Uh, set to cost $1,200, uh, $1, basically, US. Hmm. That's, yeah, um, so it's way more expensive. But it's not that Switch price, though, isn't it? That's a uh, Steam Deck price, sorry. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, I like the look of it. It's got some cool styling. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does look good. And I imagine it's going to have a higher quality screen and stuff like that than the uh, the Logitech one. Mm-hmm. So you can do, if you pre-order it, you get 23% off. Uh, and there's a $50 deposit as first as well. So for 900 US. Yeah. Which uh, kind actually, of makes actually, it Actually, it's okay. quite good. Because you get 900 bucks US, but you get a bonus, if you pre-order, bonus docking and protection bag to go with it as well. Hmm. So it does then turn into a switch, basically. Yeah, interesting. It looks quite cool. I quite like its styling compared to the Steam Deck Scut styling. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels more like a controller, like an old school controller almost. Like it's, mm. uh, it's a bit smoother on the edges. and 
Definitely. Whereas the Steam yeah. Deck kind of feels a bit hacky when you look at it in terms of like the controller around the screen. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I just think it's too expensive, the Steam Deck, for what it is. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. Oh, there's a tweet here which someone's picked up. Did you do this? Tom Henderson has a cool little sweet, a scoop. He says, a little scoop here. Disney wants a new Star Wars game every six months. Yeah. That's going to be interesting, isn't it? It's gonna, is it going to kill it, though? Is it just going to water down the IP? Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, where, where Disney has expanded into the Star Wars universe, when they leave the skywalkers alone you get some really cool stuff like the mandalorian you know Mm -hmm. um and with a game like if they want a new game every six months if they can do like the bounty hunter game that we were supposed to get if they could do level whatever it was yeah level 13 13 or something yeah that's right yeah um if they can do games in the star wars universe that's not centered around the skywalkers and darth vader i think you could end up some really cool games yeah, uh, so it's a, a TikTok sort of style. So you do one major AAA, one smaller game per fiscal year. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So the iPhone model. Yeah. And interesting, every six months, are they going to have different studios working on the different games? Or is it one studio? Or So oh, inter- So who does Disney... Oh, so Disney has an EA account, an EA um, contract with, I guess, contract? Yeah, yeah, that would. So then they'll who just go to EA and say, make us games. So here's every Star Wars game in development here. There's one called Amy Higgins, 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 Hennigs, maybe? Maybe Amy Hennigs game. <laughs> you read that word. What is that word? That's not a word. <laughs> Amy's game. <laughs> Amy's game from Skydance Media. So this gives us an idea who they actually have. Uh, Untitled FPS, which is Respawn, which is EA. Oh, that's going to be great. Uh, open world game for Ubisoft, massive. Oh, God. So AC Star Wars. Ah, uh, Yes. Assassin's uh, Creed Star Wars <laughs> Star Wars Eclipse uh, Quantic Dream mm-hmm. mm. uh, the This Knights is going to look Old amazing Re- uh, Knights of the Republic Remake a PCS, a PS only Jedi Survivor for Order Sequel, that's awesome, Respawn as well oh, That's going to uh, be amazing That's going to be amazing, yeah uh, Star Wars Hunters Zynga, so it's a uh, mobile game. <laughs> it's a Candy Crush Star Wars theme. <laughs> Candy Crush game Star Wars. Oh, my God. Uh, untitled, strategy, untitled strategy game from Respawn as well. Mm. Oh, yeah. That yeah, could be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, these, these eight are the only titles that have been announced. We're all suggesting there are several more in the pre-development. Well, I mean, Disney did spend a lot of money on Star Wars. It's time to now squeeze the, the juice out of it. You don't think made their money back on the movie straight away, though? I think... It wasn't that much. It was only like four billion. It wasn't actually much money. It wasn't a lot of, of money. World, yeah. world of money now. Mm. I don't know. I think the last movie did a lot of damage to the brand, and so Disney's trying hard to make sure that they can get that customer confidence back. Do you think they care? Four billion. Look at me remembering stuff. Oh, do you think they care though? I think they do because Disney likes money, and I know, if, but people went anyway. People watched it anyway. Yeah, I know, but. The, the thing is, people watched it and then immediately fell off the Star Wars bandwagon in a big way. And so now Disney's probably going, well, we invested $4 billion. We got $8 billion back in profit. We need, we need to make at least $16 billion to put it against the books Every or whatever. Every single year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm excited for some of the games, but I'm also a bit dubious. A new Star Wars game every six months? People are going to get Star Wars fatigue, I think. Uh, yeah, oh, big time. It's already happening, isn't it? Yeah. The best thing about Star Wars was that it was limited. Exactly, yes. So, Not much was coming out. Well, there's always a mystery, and the books are really good as well. Like, they've killed all the um, canon, haven't they, as well? Which doesn't yeah, help. The extended universe. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Because Star Wars was so limited and very little was coming out, you had to go to then books and other media, and that kind of drove the hype a lot more, I think. It was also very good as well, though. Like, all the yeah. Rose Squadron books are really good. Mm. Um, and a lot of the... Um, what was his name? Tark. Is it General Tark, or was his name? One of, the, one of the generals is really good that they kind of mm. made in the books. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and Mandalorian's quite good, actually. I mean, not Mandalorian. No, what's the other one called? Um, Andor is actually pretty good. Okay. It's you really interesting. Andor? It's really well done, yeah. Oh, cool. I think the actor's really good as well. Like, he's a oh, really yeah. convincing actor. That's Simone's boy. Yeah, he's good. I like him. But Rogue One's an amazing movie. Like, it's one of the best movies. Yeah, Rogue Even One Star is... Wars and not Star Wars, it's still a very good movie. Yeah. Because all the that's... characters are really good. Yeah, I mean, that's what they need to do with these, these Star Wars games, is it's set in the Star Wars universe with new characters, new settings, that gives you either more depth to the universe... Some cool well, backstory. Fallen Order. So Fallen Order, they dropped in the same prison or area as uh, the end of Fallen Order is actually the same area that was in the TV program for uh, Kenobi. Yeah. So it's cool. It's such a good uh, crossover. It was great. Mm. Things like that, I think, will keep Star Wars alive and exciting. But yeah. if we're just going to follow the Skywalkers again and again and again and again, I think we're going to get very bored. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is a massive 20 year gap from, or however old Luke was, from mm. when he was born to, you know, there's a big 16 years or whatever age it was. Yeah. I don't even know how old Luke was when he got picked up as a whiny kid. Wasn't he, like, supposed to be 19? Was he 19? Okay. Well, I mean, in theory, Tatooine has two sons. So he was probably, you know, 12, but in two sons' age, like 24. Oh, right. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just double, double the age. Oh, you're playing music in the background now. Uh, my phone decided to start messaging people. Oh, mine did that when I said something just now, actually. Weirdly. Oh. Can I help it's you? Listening, so. listening to us. Uh, so next story. Next story. Uh, this, I said the same thing. Le- Lightfall, Neptune, could be Destiny 2's take on Cyberpunk 2077. Night City. Did you remember seeing the Lightfall trailer for this? I have not. I've fallen off oh. Destiny 2 in a big way. Oh, no, so, yeah, I haven't played it for ages, but, so what happened is, uh, everyone ran away to Neptune, Neptune, Neptunian city called Neo Muna, Neo, brilliant, because it's basically cyberpunk, so it's all Neo lights, a secret location since the collapse, which alternate humans have been hiding. Neo Muna, Neo Muna, it's a stupid word, isn't it, Neo Muna, you make it easy to say. Neo Muna. Neo Muna. It's a giant metropolis that is uh, pristine and newer than previous sites. Hmm. Uh, players within Neo, Neo, I'm going to call it because I cannot be able to say that anymore, will meet the crowd, the cloud striders, warriors considered to be the opposite of guardians, who voluntarily choose to defend Neptune, while not much else is revealed about Neptune's capital city. It's neon and cyberpunk aesthetics. Bring to mind Night City from Cyberpunk 20. And this is, I said that immediately when I watched it. I was like, this is cyberpunk. This is amazing looking. Hmm. It's oh, cool, almost, okay. I'm almost tempted to go back because running around in Destiny in, in a cyberpunk world would be awesome. Because mm. the gunplay is really good, so it would be pretty cool to run around. Oh, for sure, yeah. 
Uh, I wish I could find. Maybe I should try and find the um, find the video because you've not seen it, which I find funny. Yeah, no, I haven't seen the video. So in the video, it shows a, a bit of the city. Yeah, completely. Yeah, Ooh, okay. I watched it and went, "Oh, this looks like Cyberpunk." Cool. All right, I'll just do this properly so I can actually do it properly. It will be quite interesting to see Destiny's take because the Destiny engine is very pretty looking. But I don't think on screen now. I don't think the Destiny engine works well with lights and neon like Cyberpunk does. You know, the Destiny uh, engines. I don't know. I think you can. There's some good lighting. Look at all the snow effects and the dark effects and running around effects and all that. Is <laughs> look at all effects. the effects. All the effects affecting stuff. It looks, I must say, it looks quite cool. The armor is very kind of cyberpunky, isn't it? Isn't it? Yes. Looking at the armor makes me, reminds me of the Ascent more than cyberpunk. That kind of Here we go. Let's crazy cyber, cyberpunk genre to the max. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just thought when I went, oh, it's cyberpunk. It looks very cool, I must say. But yeah, everything is super neon. Yep. Do you think they've looked at Fortnite because Fortnite's so colourful, and they've gone, "Hmm, <laughs> we should, we well, should make things more colourful." Yeah, well, maybe it's just a change of direction because everything is kind of like there's snow and there's Mars, Moon, Mars. Yeah, there's guess... the Moon and there's Mars, which was very red. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the Tower, which is kind of depending on what sort of mood they're in. There's different yeah. colours. <laughs> Just <laughs> adding all sorts of nonsense to it. Yeah. And that's kind of it, isn't it, really? Mm. Snow. And snow as well, because you go outside. And the Cosmodrome. Snow is very good, yeah. Yeah. But I'm just looking at this, and man, it is colourful. There's isn't a it? lot. There's a lot of magenta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots, of, lots of purples and pinks. Yeah, but, I just I watched this one. This looks awesome. It makes me want to go back to Destiny, playing, if I can play in this world. Oh, yeah. I wonder what you have to do to unlock it. And hopefully it's not just one map, but there's like a new tower or something. Yeah. Well, oh, yes, yeah, because you're traveling around, aren't you? Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, it just looks incredible. It looks cool. Yeah. I'm impressed. I, I'm oh. a bit worried. Looking at this, if I reinstall Destiny, I might just <laughs> not play anything else ever again again. We do have until next, uh, next February, though. So it's okay. Hmm. Okay, good. I'll not install Destiny just yet. Just wait a bit. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I was excited. When I saw this, I was like, oh, I might go back again. Yeah. And then it, it was next year. Cool. I was like, fine. That would give me a chance to consider it. <laughs> think about it. I miss Destiny. Destiny's an awesome game to run around. I just got bored it of it. Is. Uh, we spent years of our lives in Destiny. Oh, so many hours. So yeah. many hours. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> this is going to take ages. We've only done. Oh, my God. Wow. Maybe do like a quick fire round and see what quick stories we can just. Okay, games of gold. Remember oh, our yeah. conversation we had with um, uh, the hog guys. Yep. When we're all saying there's going to be four games and three games and oh, two games is actually the answer to the question. <laughs> <They're> just <laughs> oh, look, you get two free games. Two free games. Found. Yay! Uh, Windbound and Bomber Crew Deluxe Edition are the two games. Windbound, uh, Windbound. I'm excited for. Yeah, I installed it actually. Watched up on an Uncharted Island. You can use will and skill, will and skill. Oh, to will and skill. Yeah, will and skill. Two guys, really helpful. 
Um, play Akara, <laughs> shipwrecked on the Forbidden Islands, with nothing but what you can build or find. Craft weapons, tools to survive. There's actually, I saw the achievement, one of the achievements at the top was uh, complete the game just using ranged items. Uh, ranged weapons, sorry. Hmm. So basically creating a bow and arrow. Uh, spend time building a new boat where you can use immersive tactile sailing experience to reach the other islands, explore the hidden history of each island, unlock the mysteries. Yeah, okay. So what's running around? Uh, Bomber Crew Deluxe. Uh, what are you doing in this game? don't actually know what you do in this game. It looks like you just shoot stuff. Bomber Crew. Isn't Bomber Crew like Bomberman where you'd go and plant bombs and try no, and blow up your, your no, friends? No, that's, that's Bomberman. No, this is different. It's a strategic flying and bombing game. Oh, yeah. Set in World War Two. No idea. Yeah. Actually, might open. There's a video at the top, is there? No, there's no video. Oh, that's but weird. Normally there's a if video. If you have a look the next line down, it says World War Two. I want, I want actual stuff, though. Oh, there's a plane. You want actual stuff. Hold on, guys. Lee's getting actual stuff going. What is going on with this game? Yeah, actual stuff. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. It looks like you're literally in a plane flying around bombing things. Yeah, it does. It looks like the mobile version of... <laughs> exactly, you know, yes. <laughs> it's very mobile-friendly, doesn't it? Okay, cool. So that was quick. Uh, quick resume. This is good. Xbox quick resume is getting a function change thingy. You can uh, now, um, you can turn it off, basically, for games. Which is oh. really handy, because some games, like all online games, do not like quick resume. Yes. They like get really confused. Halo, yeah, Halo Infinite, if you're trying to just play in the multiplayer, it takes longer to try reconnect to multiplayer from quick resume than it does just restarting the game from scratch. Yes, and that's literally the, uh, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the example they use. <laughs> that's amazing it is it says they like oh. multiplayer multiplayer like the multiplayer of Hollywood Infinite oh that's fantastic yeah so yeah that's cool there you go that's quick quick story how to clean your Xbox Series X I need to talk about this okay now this needs to be the story of the week this is this is the one that um, Simone ridiculed me about dropping in yep which but is no, fine this is, this is story of the week this is story yeah, this of is, the year actually oh wow this is also broken maybe they pulled it because I can't bring up the page oh here we go just really slow <laughs> on, games I'll spend some morning on servers. Stop doing an Overwatch too. <laughs> if summer has gone, it is now to settle time to settle down from indoors until spring comes around again. Before you wrap up under a blanket and a hot drink, it's worth taking time to clean your Xbox Series X. I was like, well, this is really cool. This could be really handy. So they say basic update. Uh, disconnect it from the power. Actually, that's wrong. You need to shut it down because disconnect from the power puts it in sleep mode. Yep. Um, Immediately, I was like, interesting. Play it on the hard side. Yeah, okay. Clean, gently clean externally with a soft, lint-free cloth. So basically, give it a wipe. Yep. Does nothing though, that, I don't think, really. Yeah. <laughs> and then disinfect your Xbox using um, some sort of IPA solution. Why Every would you need to disinfect to your Xbox? Are you licking because your you keep Xbox? Licking it. Exactly. <laughs> just, exactly. You play games on the Xbox, guys. You do not lick it. It's do not, not very tasty. Xbox. It's no, it's wrong. Uh, and do it every three to six months. How often have you cleaned your Xbox since you've had it? Um, I've cleaned it once and it's because when we moved over, the customs guys opened the box and took it out to have a look, obviously, to make sure that it wasn't, you know, a bomb or a bomb. smuggling drugs. Yeah. And put their or fingerprints food. all over it. So it's got these fantastic oily smudges on oh, it now that I just can't get rid of. That's so awesome. I, I tried to give it a clean. You should use, you should disinfect it with some isoprylene exp, uh, alcohol solution. Oh, 
See our shirt? I should use that instead of just licking it. Yes, don't lick it. See, no wonder the smudge marks aren't coming off. This is really helpful now. This is turning into top tip. Although there I think I press binding on at the same time as the top tip of the week. This is yeah, just no, extra. This is the this is the bonus top tip. This is bonus top tip, yes. Uh, it does say you can use a small amount of mild soap and water to clean it as well. Oh, yeah, so don't put in the dishwasher. Eh. <laughs> if you want to. Eh. Uh, just make sure you dry it out properly at the end. Um, put it in the tumble dryer afterwards. It'll be fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how to remove um, Xbox Series X. See, I think this is wrong also. So I'm going to tell you this, how to do this, what they say, and then tell you what you should do. Um, they say use a power vacuum cleaner or oh. compressed air. Do not use a vacuum cleaner on your Xbox. Yeah, ever. do not. Ever. On any electrical equipment, do not use vacuum cleaners. Yes. It is and bad. Do you want to tell people why not to use a vacuum cleaner? Actually, I don't know. Is it a static issue? There's, there's two things. So with it drawing and sucking in air, it sucks in, it creates like moisture. So lots of moisture mm. in vacuum cleaners because oh. it's sucking in the air. So if you feel the vacuum cleaner, the air that it sucks in is always colder than the oh. air around. And that's because the, it's drawing in so much air, it's, it's attracting moisture to itself. So if you that's vacuum true. anything electronic you're basically saying moisture come here to the opening of the vacuum cleaner yes and then, and then also, settle inside the electrical equipment that you're cleaning. yeah and then yeah the static basically because the air is being sucked in at such a high rate causes extra static yeah so that was not, what i always knew was a static i didn't realize it was moisture yeah but, so uh, i mean the two things that electronics love moisture and yeah, static moisture together. And static yeah. yeah um compressed air is the way to go and buy one of the cans the clean air cans that's what you use yeah those are great. Always use those. Yes. Nothing else. Um, the, the rule is if you're cleaning electronics, always push air, never suck air. Yep. Exactly. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is the next one, which scares me a lot. If people are actually putting <laughs> this out. Right. If we're going to so, talk about this, do you want to just put a little like asterisk over here to say, please don't do this. Please, please don't do this. If you do please. do this, you can't blame us. Oh, just don't do this. Do not do not do this and do not do this. <laughs> <laughs> don't try this at home. <laughs> do not try this at home. It, send, it says send Microsoft to clean it. I'm like, do that, fine. Because that actually makes sense. Yep. But don't. Because <laughs> actually Microsoft have official guidance for doing this as well. I think is that just external though. Oh, wait a minute. Games Radar is trying to sell me stuff. An official guidance recommends you only give your... Yes, free. Microsoft recommends you only give your Xbox an external clean. Yep. Even Moxoff says do that. Just, just give it a gentle rub down. I'm actually going to tell you nothing except it says here, peel back the lard sticker. That's what it says at the beginning. <laughs> I think go through it because this is a funny... Oh, my This God. is funny. Okay, thankfully, it says here, getting inside your Xbox Series X isn't too tough. Before you start, you need a TH screwdriver. I haven't got a TH screwdriver. You got a TH screwdriver? I think I might do. Oh, okay. Can I borrow it? Yeah, sure. I should put it over. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> this is a special electronic screwdriver with six pointed star tip. Okay. Uh, make sure your Xbox is turned off and disconnected from the power before you begin. <sighs> Peel back the large sticker from the back of the console to reveal one of the screws. The small black oval sticker by the HDMI port to reveal the other. Okay. Oh, Use your yes. TA to remove the screws. Remember to put them somewhere safe. Once these are off, you can lift away the back plate of the console. Oh my god. Now carefully using compressed air to remove the dirt and dust buildup. The fan is right at the top of the console near the... Yeah, yeah, blah, blah. Once you're clean, reattach the black plate until you hear it click. Then put the two screws back in. 
plug your. It doesn't say put the labels back on though, does it? I don't think you can. I think they're pure one way. Yeah, I and think so, so too. If you're Do not the sale net, if you remove these, your warranties expired as well. That's what yeah, we're I think that's these. why they only go one way. So if you do send your Xbox back to Microsoft after it breaks because you've opened it up and touched something you shouldn't have, they can look and go, "Oh, the stickers are peeled uh, off." You've been messing with it. We'll sell you this new Xbox with stickers attached. If your Xbox is overheating, shuts down, even though it looks clean, plenty of it, you can actually get it clean or get device service directly from the Xbox and they'll sort it out for you. Uh, if you're not confident in taking apart your console to fully, yourself to fully clean, and who can you blame you, this might be the option for you. Please do that. Please send it back to your Xbox. But actually, compressed air will do the job anyway. You don't need mm. to take it apart. If you put compressed air in the vents, that's yep. where the dust will hang out because that's what happens with dust. It sits where. Yeah, it sits where the vents are. What, what I would like from Microsoft is a service where they come to your house and they give you a spare Xbox, like you know when you get those cars yeah, yeah, yeah. and you get your car in for a service. A loaner, a loan, yeah. loan Xbox. They plug it in, they take away your Xbox, they give it a good clean at the factory or whatever, and then two days later come back. Here's your Xbox, all nice and cleaned and factory reset or whatever. So updated to the latest, like a console service. And then they take their loaner back, yeah, yeah, yeah. put your Xbox yep. down, it's all nice and neat. Because you can added, just... added bonus, they set your TV up for you as well. So your TV looks cool. Oh, that's a, that would be a great service. They come, they plug it in, and they uh, set up your TV. And they have all the, you know, the things you put on your TV for the lights and stuff like that. And, yep. Yeah, set up properly. Oh, I'd love to get idea. that done. I used to listen to this podcast, uh, what was it called? This Week in Theatre, in House Theatre Hardware <laughs> Weekly. <laughs> yeah, the, the name just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? It's on the Twit Network anyway, um, and they always talk about that setting up TVs. And mm-hmm. they say for normal people, it's not actually worth it. But if you are going to are going to have a home theatre system and actually do it properly, it's worth paying the money to get someone in. Mm. They come in, they set it up for you, they give you all the settings, they make sure everything's right. I'm like that would be amazing. I found this picture on Reddit where some guy has gone through every single setting for the LG C range, like CX and C1s and that, and basically says, here's a column if you're playing Xbox Series X games, here's a column if you're watching Dolby Vision movies, and you know, he just goes through and here's all the settings. I'll send it to you because this is a beast of an image. I'll drop it in the Discord, actually. It's quite amazing to just have a look at and just see all the secret settings that they put in behind. Yeah, that's what the guy gets into. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. But basically, he's like, only, only turn this off if you're diagnosing it. If you turn it on, it does reduce the lifespan of your panel. Um, but he goes through the whole bunch of settings. It's amazing. I'm looking at it going, oh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I'm sitting down in front of my TV. I'm going to play games. I'm not going to sit and configure I, I it for hours. But sometimes it's nice to sit there, put some music on, you know, put a podcast on, put Hog on in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah. Um, yeah, just go through the settings. Because you can do it, as long as you can save it as a custom setting and just flip between the two, it's... Because mm. I, I, know, I know I at least do, when I go watch movies, I put it to theatre mode, and when I put Xbox gaming, I put oh, game yeah. mode. I do manage to change all the settings for that anyway. Ah, oh, yes. So, so, what sound mode do you keep your TV on? Um, it's weird, because it's HDMI C, whatever it's called, so it kind of does it oh. by whatever you're playing it through. Oh, okay. But so basically, it's in Dolby Atmos the whole time because that's what oh. my Xbox does. And nice. all the movies we're watching recently have been 4K on, yeah, Blu-ray 4Ks. Brilliant. So they just go into what do they call it? Uh, HDR Plus. What was it called? HDR. Ah, uh, yep, yep. Cool. Yeah. 
It's, it just does stuff. Things happen. Things happen. It just works. It just works. Oh, brilliant. Oh, and so Shadow Records will be using Miles of Close. Isn't that what everyone does? Puts your beer? Because it keeps your beer cold. Because it blasts yeah. cold air onto your beer. Keeps it cold. Oh, no. It's hot air going up the top. So you kind of... You put oh, your hot drink at the top. You, you have a tea there. Yes. Nice. <laughs> uh, multiverse. Possible leaks Mark Hamill as the Joker. Hey, this is pretty cool. This is very cool. Yeah. So the, what someone's done is messing around. They found voice lines. I say messing around. Someone's probably hacked the game, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and they found some audio jo- Joker lines posted. Uh, they very, sound very similar to Mark Hamill's portrayal of character from Batman the Animated Series. Hmm. He says, points to the blue bozos, and there's a point for the red, red, red rejects. Oh. Yeah, which is a tag team. That's the color of the two different teams. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so Data Mine revealed some potential characters that come into multiverse. Samuel Samurai Jack. Oh, that uh, Samurai Jack's going to be great. Oh, my uh, word. <laughs> so excited <laughs> for that. <laughs> come and jump in the game, bro. Come in. It's oh, fun. It does it's look so like much fun. fun. Just jump in for 20 minutes. You'll go, oh, yeah, I see. This, this oh, yeah, could be the next it. Rocket League. It's, it's that much fun. Okay. Yep. Uh, ben 10, Joker, and LeBron James. And then he officially joins the game. And then he officially joined the game back in July. So, oh, That's great. Uh, yeah, it's cool. And they're, they're going to keep going loads and loads of people in this game. They've got so much IP to bring out, haven't they? Yeah, they can just put in anyone. And I mean, the fact that they put in Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Scooby-Doo <laughs> as a starting. Uh, Shaggy's, Shaggy's the man. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's great, yeah. And it's going well. Like, it's still, you know, reasonable played. Yeah, and lots of people are excited about it still. So yeah. it's, it looks like it's got a good, bright future ahead of it, which is what I was yes. worried about when it launched. I know. Yeah, yeah, going yeah. up against, you know, Smash Brothers and all the rest. I might save this one. I've got the seven best Xbox capture cards. It's a bit Ooh. of an in-depth thing. We might just ignore that one. We'll do that next week. Ah, yeah, sounds good. That's a bit uh, of a Overwatch. tease to make sure people tune in next week. There you go, yeah. That's actually quite interesting, because I didn't know. Because I'm, I'm kind of curious about getting an external one. Ah, uh, yes. Um, just so I can, don't have to, I can sit in front of a big TV and have 4K playing and not get restricted by it going through a card and messing with this um, audio too much in the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, don't care about the sale. Rip Overwatch. Yep. Yep. Just a quick one. Overwatch 1 has been replaced with Overwatch it's been 2. Gone, which I think it's gotten, everyone knows by now. Um, PlayStation bosses met with EU regulators to argue Xbox Activision deal report. So there's actually a whole bunch. We need to talk about this. <laughs> okay. No, because there was a whole bunch of stuff come out. I've got, where has it come out? Oh, gloves. Oh, here we go. This is the one that's brilliant. Microsoft take the gloves off as battles. Uh, Sony Vision for Activision. There's, there's so much good stuff coming out now about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about the one where Microsoft are a bit bored of uh, Sony now. <laughs> okay. Like you are taking the Mickey, basically. Okay, so Microsoft takes the glove off, gloves off as it battles Sony for its Activision acquisition. It's a very good title, actually. Um, so they're not happy, which makes sense. CMA published a 76-page report <laughs> on its findings. Jeez. Wow, that's the English or the UK, um, I don't know, don't like Microsoft company. <laughs> yep. Uh, they started phase two. Uh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so that's what they, that was why it all kicked off a bit more. So they're saying that they are exaggerating the importance of Call of Duty. Um, Sony 
complaints about the appropriate level of critical review. So they're not saying it's been critically reviewed enough. Um, there's some good numbers in here, though. Let me just go down to it, because... Uh, oh, come on. So, okay, so it's here. It, Xbox is the last place in console, which is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's seventh place in PC. And it was Microsoft Gaming, I guess. Man. Uh, Xbox sales aren't half of PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um... There's one really good one, which I can't find now. And it's the amount of exclusives that uh, yep. um, my, uh, PlayStation have compared to Xbox. Interesting. Oh, where has it gone? Oh, this is really annoying. It was like 280 exclusives or something. Jeez, that's insane. Yeah, it's not even close. Maybe it was in this article. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. I'll just find this. <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, it's um, interesting to oh. see. Did you see the tweet thread this morning from the, what's it, the CMA? Oh, the one that you wrote out. Yeah, that was really cool. So it's super interesting. It sounds, everything they're talking about sounds like they're defending Sony. Uh, yeah, because they talk, and they also reference Sony a lot as well. Yeah. So I wonder how much um, Sony's slipped under the table to their, you know, re-election causes or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's been uh, interesting. So this, the company states that PlayStation released 280 exclusives for, exclusive first and third party titles during 2021, which is nearly five times as many as Xbox. Man, that's insane. Yes. Uh, talking about for, like even uh, Final Fantasy games, never get the Final Fantasy games. Like new Star Wars games come into PlayStation only. Ah, uh, yep. Um, they talk about how they're paying. They also obviously pick up what we talked about previously was how they're paying... Um, uh, Sony are playing companies to not go on Game Pass. Yep. There's a lot of info coming out, but man, the um, CMA definitely sound like they're going to bat for Sony. Oh, they are batting for Sony. Like, there's no They're not going to. They are actually already doing it. I it's like amazing. this, though. This made me chuckle. Microsoft have actually made a website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. Um, the benefits, yeah, it's just awesome. Everyone should look at it. It's under or Activision Dash Blizzard Acquisitions website. The benefits of the players: more devices, including Xbox, PlayStation, phone, and online. Choice: yep. how and where to buy games. Ninety-five percent of gamers play on phones. So I thought it was an interesting stat. Actually, I didn't realize it was that high, but it makes mm-hmm. sense because everyone plays on phone, don't they? Yeah, everyone plays something on their phone, even if they're just waiting for the train. You know. Exactly. So you got game. Play, you can play COD on your phone. Um, yeah. Why not? The benefits of the game. Of the um, oh, there was another article I picked up. How much money? Oh, we should talk about that in a second. How much money oh, yes. Game Pass made last year? Uh, better revenue, fair marketplace rules, which is good because they always give money to developers to to make games and bring them onto Game Pass. Greater competition for traditional gaming, where Sony and Nintendo remain the biggest, which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sasha has a a bit of a bit a bit of a talk. There's so much information here. I love it. Yep, there's a lot. And at the end of the day, it's an American company buying an American company. What? Why does the UK need to get involved? You know. <laughs> yep. I don't understand. And what happens? Like my my question around this is. What happens if everyone else, like New Zealand, Australia, the EU, America, they all go, yep, no, this, this acquisition is fine. 
but the UK says no. And they all have to say yes, don't they? Well, what happens if the UK says no? Then what? Well, it doesn't Did, happen. How, but why? Everyone else says Microsoft yes. Microsoft need to give UK more money. <laughs> or they could just be like, okay, well, then there's no Xbox for you, UK. And we're going to take our Activision Blizzard games with <laughs> we'll us. take it <laughs> and we're going to, yeah. Because really, what, if, they, if they're the only ones to say no, what, what, what's the outcome there? Maybe war. <laughs> Do you think like Joe Biden the, will give um, them a call and be like, listen here. We need just to, invade. <laughs> we need to settle this. <laughs> well, yeah, that's my question. I was going, it's, if everyone says yes, like Brazil's already said yes. Uh, New Zealand said yes. Yeah. Saudi Arabia, I think it was said Korea, yes. Korea, I think, said yes. South Korea or something. Yeah, that's, yeah. So everyone else is going, yep, and the UK is just being different. They're going, no, we're going to just say no. So it makes me wonder, if they're the only ones to say no, why can't they just go ahead and do it anyway? <laughs> like, uh, it's private yeah. companies buying private companies. Yes. So I know. But if we the, get... problem with the, so the problem with the UK is, or Europe, in fact, is that they protect the consumers, whereas in the US they protect the companies. So that's capitalism versus, I don't know what it is, democracy, I guess. Yeah. So I can that's, that's the problem that. with the places. But and this that's UK why they're one... more of a pain in the ass when they come to do stuff. Oh, yeah. But the UK one sounds very much like they're defending a company in particular. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for the people, though. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's, it's just... It's just money, isn't it? That's just PlayStation basically going, oh, no, if this happens, we're dead. We're done. Well, I don't think and they're I think saying that's that. that's actually... No, but that's what they're to... saying. No, that's, that's what, what they're saying. Publicly, that's what they're saying. Under the table, they're going, here's $100 million. No, 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 I think publicly they're saying this is bad for everybody. But And behind closed doors, they're going, if this happens, we're screwed, because COD is basically our biggest moneymaker. Yeah. Um, and also, did you see this? This is awesome. Microsoft reveal how much money Game Pass is actually making. Yeah, this, this is great. because of the... I think it's Brazil, wasn't it, or somewhere? Is it the same? Mm-hmm. Um, Brazil have uh, been really good in giving us some information. Yeah, Brazil's, <laughs> I know, Brazil's administrative council for economic defense, CAD, uh, have already approved the merger. Yeah, okay, so it was Brazil. Uh, they released a public document outlining its process and the approval. Well, that's nice. Includes a tons of data on Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, and other. Hmm. Um... Oh, no, words? I can't read all that. That's just too hard. Okay, so here we go. This is a good one. Game Pass earns $2.9 billion in 2021. Nice. I'm like, that's insane. And that's why they can go and give these small developers half a million bucks and say, hell yeah, here's your money. Yeah. It's fine. It do- it's here's such a-, a small percentage of what they're making. Yeah. Here's a million bucks. Put your, serv- put your game on our service for a year. Oh, but you think about it. So if they approach... Uh, Cam's company and give them a hundred million, ten million, five, two million, a million, a half a million, anything like that, any sort of number, mm-hmm. a couple hundred thousand, even just to go and finish the project. Yep, and bring the Xbox. They'll be so chuffed, but it's such a small percentage of what they make. Indeed, it's it's a it's the fact that it's making so much money is amazing. Yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? Because we're all everyone says it's not making any money. How can they continue to keep doing this? Yeah, unsustainable. Unsustainable. <laughs> So then you're thinking, okay, so is this just PlayStation people saying that? 
Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. And PlayStation model, obviously, is where they make the money up front and on games, whereas Xbox model is making money after you've sold them the console. Yeah. The services. And- that's, that's what they want. They want the, week- the yearly or the weekly or the monthly money. Mm. And, yeah, it's interesting to see because Game Pass is making that much money, but in, in terms of the fall-off effect, the, the, like the waterfall effect of people who play games on Game Pass and then go buy games, that is also contributing towards their coffers. Yes, that's right. Yeah, because so, I brought um, Hades because it was dropping off. And I yeah. swear I wasn't alone doing that. No, and I, I think some people will play a game on Game Pass, and even if it's not going to drop off anytime soon, they still go buy it just in either just in case or because they're really enjoying it or because they want to support the devs or you know that's right anything yeah. like that. So the waterfall effect from Game Pass is that that's two point nine billion dollars that's flowing onto how many more billion dollars. Of people just handing money to Microsoft because of things like that. Yeah, <clears throat> I was just reading this actually. So it said it went from fifteen to eighteen million subscribers. So they reckon that two point nine billion revenues generated from fifteen to eighteen million subscribers. Hmm. And it's currently at well, this was Q three twenty twenty two. It's at twenty five million. They reckon. Ah, so that's yep. like a twenty or thirty percent increase. Mm. You could do maths, but I can't bother. Um, it's quite. It's a decent increase from the set. What? Um, so it's even more than that now that's what I'm saying man it does not include PC Game Pass earnings as well interesting that's not as big I guess though so is this just Xbox Game Pass just Xbox Game Pass man so do you think the ultimate subscribers are a, a oh, part of this again oh, I'm not sure because if this is just console subscribers, that's insane. Yeah, that's a lot get of Xbox Game Pass on consoles. Jeez. That's so I insane. suppose they aren't looking at PC Game Pass, does it? Should do, because Call of Duty's coming to Game Pass. Coming to Game Pass. Yeah. On PC. But if this is just the consoles, then man, Game Pass is healthier than we thought. Yeah, no, it's insane. It's insane money. Such a good idea. And man, it's just been working out so well. Mm-hmm. And it's still not big. It's like there was another graph I saw. It's only... Oh, it was actually off that article you dropped. Uh, someone dropped in the thing, and it was like, PlayStation Plus is 51% of the market. Game Pass is like 17 18%, 19%. Ah, uh, yep. And EA was 1% more than Game Pass. And then you had <laughs> Ubisoft and then something else. Yeah. Others, I think they said. So it's not even as big as EA. Jeez. That's amazing. Well, there's lots of so, lots of room for growth, and I don't see how indeed. you could say that that's a monopoly. And I think that's what's happening now is backfiring a bit on Sony. Well, I really hope Microsoft take off the the kid gloves, and I think they should start. Oh, you know, they are they are taking them off now. I reckon it feels like they've, they've started turning the corner, especially in the last couple of days. If it's, it's been interesting to see, but they're still coming across as friendly, you know. And oh yeah, so well much. they can't be they can't be assholes because they won't get anything, will they? Yeah. But they have to. They've just can't turn around and gone. Actually, no. Look, yeah, here are the facts basically. So, and it's nice that they're making the facts public as well, so yes, that everyone well, can kind of go, oh, we see PlayStation's talking points and going right. Well, it's interesting to see. Did you see the video of Satya Nadella saying, "If Sony keeps saying they want competition, <laughs> let us compete"? Is that the one with big big ass smile? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you look at that and you go, oh, when, a, when the CEO of a multi-billion dollar company, multi-trillion dollar company 
is smiling at you, telling, talking to you about competition, you should be a bit worried. Yes, exactly. Yes. Because it'll be interesting. Yes. What happens if they just buy a PlayStation? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yes. Just buy and turn it off. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Back to games real quick. So cool. Punk 2077, can't say words, sequel. A new Witcher game and original IP in development from CD Projekt Red. So uh, Witcher is going to get something called Cirrus. Oh, here we go. This is better. Oh, why have you got that there? I don't want to use my keyboard. Um, so there's a new Witcher trilogy coming out. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, which is going to be, yeah, Witcher 4, I guess. It's going to be, I don't know if it's based on, what does it actually say? I don't think it says that much. But there's also Cyberpunk sequel coming out called Orion so far. Yeah, so there's uh, an and expansion also, and a sequel. And an expansion as well, yeah. And something called new, called Hadar, yeah, which is new IP. IP. I don't know what Cirrus is. I wonder if it says in the article. Yeah, that's a bit odd. Oh, it's a new ne- new number of new games in the Witcher universe. Okay, in various stages of this Project Cirrus, Project Polaris, and Project Canis Majaris. Beyond its two well-known franchises, series are also working on Project Hadar, standalone uh, IP. Hmm. Yes, this is very exciting. Oh, project is a witch game. Okay, so Cyrus, Sirius, I guess. Yeah, Sirius. Sirius, the witch game is described as an innovative. Oh my God, why are they using many words? Take on the series that's aimed at both veteran and fans playing in a new franchise pre-production. Hmm. Polaris is a story-driven open-world RPG built on the legacy of Witcher Three. So 150 people working on that one. And then uh, Canis Majaris, a story-driven single-player open-world RPG. Set within the, uh, so there's a couple RPG games coming out for Witcher. And mm. the first one would be like a um, card game, probably. Or something. Uh, Project Ryan is a working title for the sequel, this new game, in the same universe created by Mark Pondsmith. Cool. After the release of the Phantom Liberty expansion. Man, I'm so excited for the sequel. I know, it's going to be so sort of cool. I want the DLC could be cool, though. Bring us oh, yeah, the DLC. DLC will be great. Uh, Hader has been an I, has been in IP incubation since 2021 and conceptual phase. So that's years away, isn't it? So that's exciting. Hmm. Project Red's bringing out all stuff. Yeah, I'm excited must, that they're expanding on Cyberpunk and not just yeah, I must jump it in alone. Actually. Have you done the DLC yet for the, the Edge Runners stuff? Not yet. It's um, Teratoba this month. No cyberpunking oh here. Oh, yeah, right. Since when has that you looking at new shoes? <laughs> EA is bringing out a new game called Need for Speed Unbound. Oh, my word, this looks so good. I nearly, I, this, I nearly pre-ordered this as well. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was actually looking at it going, oh, it's only a hundred bucks to pre-order. <laughs> yeah, well, but I don't know if it's going to come out on EA Play. I was confused. Oh, yeah. Maybe. So um, that's why I was fighting. Yeah, it might come on EA Play. It looks so good. It looks amazing, yeah. So it's like so basically it's a new for speed two again. Um that's what it looks like. Yeah, it has really cool and underground too, yeah. Uh has really cool anime kind of touches all the way through the game. It looks really yeah. cool anime kind of videos going through it and telling you the story. Mm, very like cell shaded um effects as well. Like when you're drifting in the smoke when you're comes driving, off the tires. Yeah, and you can have... So I was watching a video of this guy who reviewed the... There's a whole bunch of gameplay videos come out. Because it comes out on December 2nd, so it's out in like you know, six weeks or so. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and you can kind of tweak everything. Like you can, the, the, he says the, the customization of the cars look amazing because mm-hmm. he's gone back and looked at over pictures of car, the same car, and how much they changed it. Like he can change all the set, the stuff on the car, which is basically underground too. Nice. Um, and everyone has a little icon above their if they want to, they can have an icon above their car, which is customizable and earn. You can earn them as you're driving around doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was cops everywhere. There was racing. It's awesome, man. That looks great. I'm so uh, excited for this game because it looks the the problem I had with um, with Need for Speed was that they took themselves started taking themselves too seriously. Yeah, I'm trying to be a racer. Yeah, yeah, and they should just be arcade stupid, pretty graphics. Just feed me all the colors and give me a good soundtrack, <laughs> and it'd be great. Oh, here we go. I'll put it on. Um, really, really looking at um, really looking forward to this game because I mean we've been needing a good Need for Speed for a while now. Oh yeah. Big time. And I think Need for Speed, <clears throat> one of the Need for Speeds is still on special for $8 for the Super Deluxe Edition. It takes like 600 hours to complete or something. Oh, that sounds about right. But the styling of this game looks really cool. I love the fact that it's they've done really well with the car graphics. So it looks really good. And then they've overlaid it with like cell shaded smoke and effects. Yes. So it looks super anime and cartoony. So one of the cars was jumping. It literally had wings on the side of the car <laughs> and anime wings coming out the side of it. So that's so cool. Oh, that's amazing. <clears throat> and this is where they changed one of the cars, what you can do to the cars. Man. Oh, I'm looking so forward so to if this. So if they get it feeling really fast. Yep. Um, which I noticed when I was watching one of the videos, it didn't feel that fast. Like the cars didn't feel like, you know, when you're going real fast, everything kind of moves. It didn't have yeah, that effect. The, you get that blur. Yeah. The blur. Yeah. It didn't really have that. So I'll be interested to see if that actually feels like you're going fast, which is kind of half of the thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Underground 2 and Underground did a real good job of making you feel like you were going fast. Yeah. 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 And scared because corners. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, at least Underworld 2, you don't have to worry about turning too much. You just bounce off the corners. Yeah. You just crash into the cars. <laughs> yeah. You're all good. But no, this yeah. looks fantastic. So the Headlights three things. Cool. The backlights, the rear, rear lights all look really cool effects. Yeah. And there's cops. This is and great. And there's cops. So, I mean, all yeah. they need to nail is a good arcade racer, a great soundtrack, and it looks like they've done really well with a good style. The soundtrack. The soundtrack would be important. Yeah, the soundtrack's got to be super important. Yeah. Because that again, made Underworld 2, really, wasn't it? The soundtrack. Oh, that soundtrack was so good. And I just hope this time they actually buy the rights to these songs properly so that it doesn't go offline in three years because they've oh, yeah. lapsed on licenses or something. Well, the other one's hung around for quite a while, but the, the music wasn't as good. Yeah. So that's a bit of a problem. <laughs> bit of a problem. Yes. Um, where are we going now? Xbox unveils a mini fridge. That's cheaper than the old one. It's kind of weird, this one, but it literally... They, cause, oh, I didn't realise it. Actually, the uh, mini fridge, the original, was actually quite tall. Because I always imagined it was like, the same size as a monitor. And oh. you kind of put it there and it would just be fine. But it's actually a quite decent size. Hmm. So this is a baby version of it. <clears throat> oh, baby version. A baby version. A mini-me Xbox Series X mini fridge. <laughs> a um, mini-mini fridge. <laughs> mini. <laughs> That's 80 bucks at Walmart. Huh. It can hold six cans, I think. It's called the Mini Me Xbox Series. Yeah, it's literally Mini just called the Mini Me Xbox. I wasn't making that up. It was literally the name uh, of it. <laughs> I love. The oh, you fact thought that I was. Making yeah, I thought you up. were just making a joke, but this is hilarious. No, no. I love the way that they've just lent completely into oh, the no, exactly. meme. 
Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be, it's small, obviously, and it's supposed to be slightly better, like in noise wise, I think. Oh, eight oh, cans, nice. or do eight cans. Oh, that makes sense. So there's four at the bottom and two at the top. Two on top of each other. Oh, that's funny. It's perfect. I think it's a good size for your desk. That's the size it's going for, isn't it? Yeah. What, it fits how many? Eight cans in it? Mm-hmm. That, that looks cool. It looks very cool. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> mini me. <laughs> Xbox Series X mini fridge. Ah, oh, I love it. Yeah, so funny. So good work, guys. Yeah, good job. I did see, and I went to EB Games when I pre-ordered Project Gotham. Um, they were doing pre-orders for the Series S X fridge coming out on the September the 8th. I was like, guys, you need to update your, <laughs> your <Yeah>. words. <laughs> I think September 8th is now gone. Yes, just just slightly. Okay, cool. So, wow, see, all this news is actually quite relevant, though. This is a problem. No Man's Sky, an update called the yes. Waypoint Update. <clears throat> yes. Um, I will play the video, but yeah, so what have they done? Do you know what they've done here? It says they're so, jam-packed, so I'm like, oh my God. There's, they, what they've basically done is they've gone through it and they've just made a whole lot of quality of life updates, basically. So... It's probably been a whole lot of little updates that they've been meaning to get to for a while, but they first wanted to get big updates with content in. Right, and then tweak it and kind of probably find out what gamers are complaining about and wanting and and change it. So, like, one of the things is you can choose your gameplay style now. Like, there's relaxed mode or survival mode. Um, You can customize it. So you're not set with... If you choose survival mode, you can actually have survival with some relaxed settings into it. So you can ah, kind so of choose different don't slides. Kill you. Yep. Um, cross play, cross saves. Um, you can, I mean, you could always team up with people on other platforms, but now if I were to jump into it on PC, it would take my save across from, from Xbox. So nice. that's really cool. Um, they've updated the inventory. So it's a whole lot easier to manage, especially on consoles now. Um, and then they've increased the level caps for just about everything. And yeah. You've also got an information portal for yeah, returning players haven't been in. for a while so you can get an update, which is probably what I need because I've been in there for a while. Yeah, the information portal is great. Then, yeah, like they say, there's thousands of bullet points from hundreds of patch notes on now streamlined into a more cohesive experience. Ah, not just randomly dumped in there. Yeah. But it's, it seems very much like, remember when um, Mac OS did the Snow Leopard release and they announced zero new features? No. Uh, well, it's, it's similar <laughs> to that kind of update of like... But isn't know, that Max though? They just don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> like almost zero new features and just lots of bug fixes lots of and, and um, quality of life improvements and all the rest. It's like Windows XP, so it's back to. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. No... Real visual overhaul changes. Although when we were watching the video the other day, we did notice that certain things look better. So I think they've tweaked the graphics a bit. Oh, just okay. turning them up. And yeah, I yeah. think they've um, just done that, added a bit better lighting in certain areas. So it is just very much like, right, guys, let's just get all those little things that we want to work on, push them into one big update. That's good. It's very cool. I mean, I'm a huge fan of No Man's Sky. I love what they've done. And this update just sort of cements it into being even better. Do we care about the PAX Australia 2022 hat highlights? No, because we have an entire podcast dedicated to PAX. That's the right so answer. If people want to know about PAX, listen to our PAX podcast. 
The PAX Podcast. The PAX Podcast. Uh, this is Microsoft's Xbox game streaming device. It's the title of this title. Allegedly. So, Philly, hanging out on his, uh, sending up pictures of, what was he sending a picture of? Oh, a Vault Boy picture. Okay. Ah, He's yes. putting a Vault Boy picture on Twits. And had a picture of a, uh, a shelf. And at the very, very top, there's this little white device, which looked like a little Series S, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, which could be the... Uh, the new dongle, I guess you call it. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, what do like they call it? It's like a streaming box. A streaming box that you just plug into your TV and all it is is internet. Yeah, I like the fact that it looks like a little mini Series S. Yeah, it's kind of got the same same kind of um, styling, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, but I thought they weren't doing this. I thought they was going to bring out apps on their TV. So I was a bit confused by this because I'm sure we discussed this and they said no we're not doing it anymore no the last thing we heard was that they had it working but they weren't too pleased with either how it looked or how it functioned and so they went back to the drawing board oh okay and so now this looks like they've got one that they kind of like yep <clears throat> but yeah I let mean, phil put it on his shelf yep here we go phil test it out see how you think how you think it goes i don't know if they denied or anything i haven't actually looked up on it i think they're just ignoring it Ignore it. Okay, that's what we've wanted. Um, we're actually down, amazingly down, to three stories left. My word. Which is got- amazing. Did you get rid of those of them? I, nope. did, I did a few as I was going, but... I saw a couple disappear, and I thought, oh, obviously Lee's not too interested in talking about that then. I think we talked about them randomly, so... Uh, okay, so, the Xbox app for Windows now runs on, natively on ARM devices for Xbox Cloud Gaming. Ah, oh, this is great. This is great, yeah, this is awesome. Um... So as as you know, you can buy a, or you probably don't know, Windows are selling ARM-based PCs that don't work really well because you can't run anything on them. I think <laughs> yeah. that's kind of the general gist of it. Yeah, Although now you can... <laughs> yeah, really hard goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what they've done is they've obviously made the Xbox app now run. The problem with this, one problem is that there's no games actually for ARM, so they won't work in that respect. But you can stream. You can do cloud screen, cloud gaming across this app instead. Which means you can basically buy one of the... Um, I wonder if you can get away with buying one of the really, really crappy HP ones that don't really work that well and just put it as a streaming device. Yeah. That's my, my immediate thought was, oh, I'll pick up one of these secondhand for cheaps and then... Mm. And it just becomes the streaming machine. A streaming machine, yeah. And plug it into your TV, maybe, if you, you know, haven't got an Xbox on that TV. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool. I, like, I do like the way that the Xbox app is looking at the moment. It looks very clean and nice but yep this is the my first thought when i read this was i wonder if game pass app is coming to max now <gasps> imagine that because that would be amazing here's it would an be xbox amazing, app yeah. the, the, but it never happened gaming. though because apple hates microsoft it will never happen i don't know it, it seems like they're getting buddy buddy because apple music is now on the xbox true do you know so, it's been on playstation for like how many years yeah but that's because apple? of money oh, that's because of money <laughs> Uh, oh, see, I thought it's because Microsoft hate Apple or vice versa. No, that was a, a purely business decision driven uh, by a very nice checkbook that Sony wrote. Right, okay. Um, this will be cool. Imagine Game Pass on a Mac, and then you've got your Mac, and then you've got your Xbox game. Well, then Done. you go on further as your iPhone, isn't it? That's the next step, or your iPad. It's the same, yeah. isn't it, based on the same OS almost? Yeah, yeah, so it, it could come across, but I don't see that happening onto their mobile devices. No, I don't see it because they can't make money. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, okay. Because there's some really, because like, isn't there the, um, I think it's called now, the Surface Mini Surface thing? Isn't that an ARM based PC? Yeah, the Pro X. Pro X, there you go, that's what it's called. And then the latest um, Surface that they announced, it's just called Surface 9, but you can choose to get an ARM CPU or an Intel or an AMD oh, now. I wonder how much it. they are then. Are they are they too really expensive or are they trying to because they're they're basically cheap devices, aren't they? That's the point of them. Uh cheap, but still cheap? like a thousand US, I think. Ugh, it's not cheap. So about five million New Zealand. Yep. Okay, well that's sad. Uh yeah, so this is cool. This is a good step. Just play. And also, Xbox Cloud Gaming is coming to Meta. Quest 2. Ah yes. <laughs> <laughs> It basically means that you can play your Xbox games while sat down in a VR environment, but the screen's fixed where it is, so it's not really, you're not actually in the game as a VR. Yeah, it's just, you're playing on a giant screen in front of your vision, really. Yeah, a real low-resolution res- screen, possibly, yeah. as well. Um, you know, this explains now, when we were at PAX, when we kept seeing MetaQuest, mm-hmm. and we are like going, that's a mix-up of two things, we're not really sure what it was. It was actually Facebook selling their um, VR headset. Or show yeah. people. But it's interesting. I mean, who wants to play games like this in VR on a VR screen? Oh, no, because the quality is really bad. Yeah. And the latest report from Meta was, because they're trying to get everyone to work in the, the Metaverse now. <laughs> That's right. You see photographs of people. Oh. I've seen some really funny um, people posting of everyone just sat in VR at the desks. Oh, that's funny. But the internal report from Facebook was... Oh, yeah, when people work in the metaverse, they feel worse, they come home worse, they, oh, yeah, you get they sick perform and... worse, they feel yep. sick. Like, it's a whole bunch of negativity around the metaverse. And then the end response is, they just need to get better at it. That's <laughs> so, right. Yeah, it's a you problem. Yeah, yeah is, is the problem the technology or is the problem the human? Hmm, it's the human. The technology is fine. Because some people literally put the VR on and get sick immediately. Like, they just yeah. can't handle it because the brain and the ear doesn't go, whoa. It's far yeah. away, but it's not really. Like, it just yeah. messes with the brain too much. It took us a while to get used to VR the first time we tried it as well. It's yeah, just interesting. It's like, cause, but wearing cause, glasses, does that screw everything up as well? Yeah. Or are they not too bad now? Yeah. No, some of them are. But the thing is, you know, the screen is right in front of your eyes, but you're still looking at things that are far away on the screen. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And so that kind of mucks up your depth perception. And yeah, it's not great. Okay, dragging it back to cool. unfounded rumours. The Witcher rumors. 3 uh, Series X edition is coming out at the end of this month. You, we got into a gift battle over this. Yes, because I don't believe that this is <laughs> happening. There is, there is. So, okay, so basically there's a 4K version of Witcher 3 coming out, which is exciting. Yep. Who doesn't want that? Mm-hmm. I did hear, I'm sure we talked about it, or I talked about it myself, or the dog, um, that they did say it's coming out this year, definitely. Okay. I did read that somewhere. I was like, okay, this is cool. This is, this is good evidence. Uh, it seems that um, there's a project, project oh, CD Project Red have announced a 20 years of CDPR concert at Luca Comic and Games Festival on October 28th. So that is this month. Hmm. It is this month, and that's why everyone reckons it's going to come out. There's an insider guy here who's pretty good. This is this is also the YouTuber specialising in the Witcher and Cyber Scoops is suggesting that the version, the new version of uh, Witcher Three, is coming out later in October. Like I said on Twitter, I'll believe it when I see it. Oh sure, but it's fun. 
It is fun. It's fun to speculate, and hopefully, it's fun to speculate. It does come out because it'll be very cool to jump back into The Witcher and see all the updates. I've, got, that I've done. saved all the DLC. This is what I want the DLCs we've done in 4K. Ah, yes. Nice. Well, we wait and see. Indeed, we will. I still don't believe it, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's the news. Woo! Did well, it. Man, we got there. Only took us like 16 days. One hour 44. That's pretty good. Yeah, not too shabby at all. Oh, right. Now it's your turn. Now it's my turn. So in order to try to keep it brief and to keep the listeners engaged, we're just going to do the new and noteworthy for Game Pass this week, just so that any game we talk about, if you're a Game Pass subscriber, you can jump right in. It doesn't cost you any more money. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's more exciting than looking at 16-bit side-scroller retro-inspired games. And me falling asleep. Yes. So we're going back a couple of weeks, simply because we've missed out on new news for a couple of weeks. Kicking us off is, of course, Deathloop. It is now finally on Xbox, and it's now home. Welcome home, Deathloop. Is, <laughs> it's now home. <laughs> this is basically where the sequel's going to be from now on. It's home with new stuff, too. Yes, it has a bunch of new stuff. So Deathloop now features a photo mode, Accessibility options, the Golden Loop update with new weapons and abilities, crossplay matchmaking, which is very cool, an extended ending, and much, much more, they say. So you, this is a Series X game only, but if you have an Xbox One, you can play it through cloud streaming. Um, is- you have to excuse the viewers, because I can't actually, I need to log in, because... Um, That's okay. One, OneNote doesn't work with OBS. No, OBS doesn't display anything. Why would it? I know. So, so that's Deathloop. It's out now. Um, a couple of people in our community have played it already, and it gets some interesting reviews. So, be interested to hear what you guys think. I'm I haven't downloaded. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't downloaded it. No, I haven't downloaded it yet. But I do want to play it definitely. The next one is Hard Space Shipbreaker. So. This is on PC Game Pass, Series X and S, and Cloud, and you basically salvage uh, ships in space. It looks very cool. It actually does. I looked at this game. It's supposed to have a really good... Like When you do the... Uh, if you watch a video, it's lots of good reviews of it, saying this yeah. is the game. You need to play this game this year and all that. Very chill experience from what I can see. Mm-hmm. Very much a chilled out game. And basically, you, you just carve and slice a variety of derelict spaceships in zero-G. To recover valuable materials. Way more happens than that, though. I think there's a whole big story going on in the, the background as well. Yeah, it looks yeah. like it. And the thing is, you're salvaging these things to get money to upgrade your gear and also to pay off your debts. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. One guy on Twitter said that this was Isaac from Dead Space. This was his job before Dead Space happened. <laughs> right. Ah, oh, so, so maybe it leads into Dead Space or something. Yeah, maybe it does. Maybe this is the prequel for Dead Space. Nice. Next up is Spider Hick, which Lee has already spoken about. You've got mm-hmm. a code for it, but it's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass as well. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a- stream code, though, bizarrely. Ah. This is mm. a fast-paced couch co-op brawler. With oh, just this is about no problem. I need a friend. Every game. All right. Put, out, put that on Twitter. Mm. D needs friends. I need friends. Next up is Beacon Pans which is a cute and creepy storybook adventure where you use charms to rewrite fate. It's kind of um, 
It's kind of, I don't know what sort of cool, what look you'd call it actually, but it's kind of cool looking in a kind of kids sort of style, but I think it's kind of dark and creepy. Uh, like a, almost like a cartoony style, is it? Uh, yeah, the view of it's like that um, almost Zelda-y sort of front on view, but graphics are better. Ah, yes. Yeah, you know, the old I'm school just telling Zelda. you, look. Looks yeah. very cool, the artwork. Yeah, um, it's cool. The video's fun. If you watch a video, it's quite funny. Yes, Beacon Pines. Check that out, Beacon guys. That, yeah. that seems to have sparked our interest. Next up is Slime Rancher 2, which immediately replaced Slime Rancher 1. On, oh, is that on, how they did it? Interesting. Okay. So when Slime Rancher 2 dropped into Game Pass, Slime Rancher 1 dropped out. So if you're looking oh, to, yes. to finish up Slime Rancher 1 for those achievements or anything, make sure that you take advantage of the Game Pass deal and buy it. But this is interesting because Slime Rancher 2 is still technically in game preview. Wasn't Slime Rancher in game preview though? Because we got it on game for gold God, years ago and it was on games preview. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe. But it's turned out to be a very fun game. Now, if you've played Slime Rancher 1, this is just an expansion on that. It's pretty much the same thing. New slimes, new area, and just more of the same. If you haven't played Slime Rancher 1, jump into Slime Rancher 2. It's such a cute game. It's so fun. The slimes are all super wiggly, jiggly, and, you know, they're just happy to see you. Especially when Mm. you throw chickens into their coop, and then they fight over who's going to eat the chicken. Yes, and then they ploop something for you. Yeah, and you you basically get their plots and sell the plots. Yes, which is great. It's cool. It's a cool. It's, a, it's kind of and there's lots of kind of things trying to kill you as well. So it just yeah, it's a very cool sort of survivalist type. I think does this have multiplayer like Slime Rancher too? Oh, if it does, that'll be great. I think there's always one thing it misses with some multiplayer. Yeah, the multiplayer Slime Rancher would be great because then you can help someone else on their farm. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Which would be great fun. Moving on to Moon Scars, which is... A, Again, this is a cool-looking little 2D platform slasher. Yeah, yeah 2D Souls-like platform slasher. Yep. Um, yeah, looks very interesting. Yep, um, cool video. Yep. Yeah, check it out, Moon Scars. And, of course, a big one that came out on Game Pass is Grounded, the 1.0 release. Really want to jump back into this game again, but I'm scared. Oh, people are loving it. People are spending years of their lives in this yeah, game yeah, so yeah. far. Yeah. It's the 1. Update, 1.0 update came out. And this week, I believe, the 1.06 update came out to fix yes, some extra right. bugs and to yeah, add yeah, yeah, some yeah. stuff. Yep. Which is very cool. I saw that tweet come through today or yesterday. So, yeah, you're shrunk down to the size of an ant, and it's basically a survivalist Minecraft building game. If you it's don't know Grounded by kids. now. It's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But if you don't know Grounded by now, you seriously should have a look at it. Um, full release. It's got an, acro- an ac- acnophobia mode? What? You know, Fear of Spiders. Yeah, arachnophobia, yeah. That's the one. Where it basically turns the spider into a blob with eyes. So, <laughs> what happens if you have a blob with eyes of phobia as well? Well, then you put the spider mode on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> spiders are nowhere near, near as scary as blobs. Yeah, blobs with eyes, just freaky, man. Yeah, mate. Moving on to Let's Build a Zoo. It's a cute management sim. You breed, breed rare creatures, hire the right staff, and keep your visitors happy. Let's Build a Zoo, I believe, is the same people that made Downhill, or oh, what's it called? That bike racing game. The downhill bike racing. Yeah, yeah, Descenders. Yeah, down- oh, Descenders, yeah. I'm pretty sure. 
it's um mark smith i believe is the dev of of it and he loves game pass he thinks it's the best thing ever particularly because it has helped develop his games microsoft have given him a checkbook and said here we go here's some money put yep. your games on on game pass and just build whatever you want so you have skills you have skills bro so there's 300,000 different types of animals in Let's Build a Zoo. Oh my god. Can you collect them all? <laughs> <laughs> it's Pokemon edition. Yeah, Pokemon edition. Next up is Valheim game preview. It's coming to PC now and coming to Xbox next year, early next year. That's right, yeah. So if you don't know Valheim, it's a Nordic simulator, basically. Set in Norse, Norse mythology with lots of trolls around and you build and craft a house farm you go exploring it's minecraft but norse it's brutal as well though when it says brutal it is brutal oh, yeah like, it, is. it will kill you from one to ten players and it's procedurally generated yeah i know people spend days in this game like years in this game it's just oh, a, yeah. it's all they do and yep. there's tons of youtube people playing it at all time and huge amount so uh, yeah. a couple of guys a couple of my mates jumped into it and that's all they played for just months <laughs> and i'd come home from work and it would just be valheim playing with mates because you can jump up to with 10 people and all work together oh cool so yeah, yeah. yeah. i used to work together yeah you all work together oh that's interesting so it's, it's pve it's not there's no way of pvp then you don't just get you don't oh. get griefed by people no no because it's all um invite only worlds so oh, if nice. you do do okay. pvp then it's with your friends it's your own fault yeah yep basically Next up is Paw Patrol Grand Prix. Who doesn't love Paw Patrol? Exactly. Paw Patrol Grand Prix, a four-player championship type game. So, yeah, it's basically um, Mario Kart for Paw Patrol. Yeah, Paw Patrol Mario Kart. Now, this game is exciting. Chivalry yeah, it looks 2. amazing. Just because the fact they run around yelling at each other. Just Everyone just screams. It's so good. <laughs> So Chivalry 2 is a multiplayer first-person slasher inspired by epic medieval movie battles. So basically, jump in, you're a guy with an axe or a sword, and you run around with other guys with axes and swords to fight other guys with axes and swords. And the yep. whole time you're doing it, you're just going, ah! <laughs> yep. That's incredible. I nearly, again, I nearly installed this as well, because when I saw it, I remember when it came out, we talked about it quite a lot. Ah. Uh, Please so it just do. looks amazing. And when you play it, stream it. And just call your stream, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so fun. Chivalry 2, an online medieval warfare game. So funny. I think the first time it, I saw it was some what's streamer. Good. Yeah, no, so what's good is I think we, we watched a, um, well, I watched a uh, developer one. Oh, and yeah? they just said how they recorded it, how they made it all. And they just said they were just mucking around, yelling at each other. It was just, it was awesome. Uh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, the first time I saw it was a streamer, and basically it was just cuts of people just running and yelling. <laughs> yep. Just, ah, ah, ah. Uh, moving on to Medieval Dynasty. This is the one you were speaking about earlier. Yeah, it looks interesting. And I think Kinsman's quite keen on this one. Yeah, it looks interesting. You take the role of a young man who has fled from war and wants to take fate into his own hands. So you develop a, you become a master of many skills, a leader of your community, and the founder of a prosperous dynasty, which is meant to last and prosper for generations to come. Yeah, so it's literally a management game, but yeah, um, village men, first person. Okay. It's just really interesting take on it. 
Hmm. Be very cool to see. Yeah. Also coming to Game Pass is The Walking Dead, the complete oh, first so season and that's season what two. They were talking about as well. Oh, I see. So it's, uh, we saw earlier it says something about The Walking Dead coming. I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. So, so the these are old games, Dead. though, aren't they? Yeah, it's interesting that they're coming now. Yeah. Only PC odd. as well, not Xbox. Yeah, only coming to PC, uh, PC Game Pass. Moving on to Costume Quest. Another old game. It's another old game. We got Costume Quest with Games with Gold a while ago. Yes, I've loaded it and played it for like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. So yeah. then if you have any questions about Costume Quest, ask me. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm very much an expert. Yeah, he is the subject matter expert for that game. That's right, yes. <laughs> also coming to console and PC is Evil. It looks fun. This looks Which, real fun, this game. Yeah. Lee spoke about earlier. You're in a village with um, many different murderers, and you have to choose whether you're the murderer or the solver. No, riddled by a series of murders. Ah, there we go. That, yeah, so sense. I think it's, it's um, what's that werewolf game called? Where someone's a werewolf, and you have to work out yeah. who the werewolf is. One Night in Paris Werewolf Edition. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> or Secret Werewolf, or whatever it's called. Secret Werewolf, yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. So this is quite cool. Next up I'm is a not, game. It's basically Among Us, isn't it? But yeah, it is kind of. Now the, the next two games are games I'm super excited about. The first one is coming to PC Game Pass, and it is Dyson Sphere Program. Oh my God! You build the most in, ba- in space. Yes, you build factories in space. How build... harness the power of stars? Yeah, that's the Dyson Sphere. Right. So. The way I heard it described was this is a mix of Satisfactory and Factor- Factorio in space. Oh, my God. I mean, if I do install this on my laptop, then rip. Goodbye, Carl. I'll see you guys <laughs> next year, maybe. <laughs> so that's coming to PC Game Pass, Dust and Sphere program. It looks very cool. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. The other one, which I'm super excited about, and I started last night for our hashtag Terratober event. Can we, can we have a quick review? What's your, uh, first, you gotta, your thoughts? You got to listen to Game Pass next week. Ah, okay. This one is Scorn. This was teased for a while. It was supposed to release on the twenty-first of October, and then they brought the release date forward, which you don't hear very often, do you? No, no. Which Maybe they were sick cool. of it and just wanted to get rid of it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's too scary. Got to release too it. Scary. It's a very cool game. Scorn is set in like an H.R. Greiger world, which is very similar to the Alien and Prometheus universes. It looks incredible. It's you. Everything is very flesh and bone. Mm. It's very kind of squishy and, and and things that should not be squishy. Way. <laughs> Simone's listening to the podcast. Simone, was he hiding behind the couch playing this game, or was he actually? Okay? Oh, no, Simone went to gym and I turned off all the lights. I was playing this in the dark. Oh, nice. Okay. You know, if you're going to be creeped out, you go all the way. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just so, embrace it. It's very cool. Scorn is... Squelchy noises. That's all Simone has to say. Lots of squelchy noises. It's a very interesting game so far. I'm going to be playing more of it for our hashtag Terratober event. And I encourage everyone else to join us in hashtag Terratober. Play a scary game in October. Tell us about it. And we'll talk about your stories on the podcast. Last on our list is a game that everyone is super excited about. Is a Plague Tale Requiem. It's coming on October the 18th, so in a couple of days' time. Just rats. Rats everywhere. It's a direct sequel to A Plague Tale Innocence. If you don't have that game yet, pick it up now. It's on Game Pass. You can get Innocence for cheap. Um, 
dive into it. It's re been recently updated for the Xbox Series X, so it looks amazing. Now the Requiem is the direct sequel and it looks even better. So a Plague Tale Requiem coming to Game Pass on October 18th. It looks amazing. So many rats. <laughs> so many rats. And that is our new and noteworthy for Game Pass. There's a lots of really cool stuff coming to Game Pass or have come to Game Pass to jump into. I'm excited for Scorn. I'm tempted to try spend um, some time in Dyson's Sphere program this afternoon, but we'll see oh. if I can pull myself away from Scorn. And right, I think that is our incredibly long monster news episode done. I think we did okay. I think we're we did relatively okay. efficient. Yeah, well, I mean, we're always relatively efficient. We're two it's hours on to the nose. Literally Look two hours, that. one minute, just gone. That's so funny. And then once it gets edited down, it'll probably be under two hours. Uh, just, yeah. Just. If we keep talking rubbish for another five minutes, it probably won't be, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's content. We call it content. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, we call it content, not nonsense. Brilliant. Right, guys. So that's our show for this week. If you want to follow us around, check out our website at www.thexboxcast.co.nz. That's where we put all our episodes. That's where we put information about ourselves. That's where we put how you can support us. That's how we put where you can find us on social media. Check it out. It's our home on the internet, and it's all about us. And we're pretty proud of it, I must say. <laughs> it's all about us. Well, I mean, everyone needs that little place on the internet that's all about us, mm -hmm. all about them. And this is our home. The links are in our episode descriptions. So if you want to find anything interesting, check those. Check out the episode description. And normally we have links there that you can tap on and they take you to the wondrous world of the internet. The wondrous world of the internet. Yes, indeed. The wondrous world of the Xbox cast. Fantastic. Mr. Lee, tell people where they can find you. I am still Lee Howard on Xbox and on Twitter. And uh, Lee Howard 25 on Twitch. Although yeah. I'm doing a load of review stuff on the Xbox Cast uh, Twitch as well. Ah, yes. That's so make sure you follow games, our Twitch. So. Yeah, follow Twitch because I do random games on there now. Like I've been playing uh, Vertigo Ooh. for the last couple of days. Sounds exciting. It's very cool. Yeah, it's really interesting. And it's literally like you're in a movie. Huh. Like is the this music. for Teratoba? Yeah. Yes. Because Vertigo exciting. is like a freaky kind of weirdness going on. It's a Hitchcock movie, so it's weird. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Cool. Next so that's week's what I was game that. episode's going to be exciting. Yeah, it's really cool. I've done like five hours. I've streamed the whole game so far. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so it's like five hours or so, five and a half hours of streaming, basically, of the game. Man. Yeah. And if you miss out on those streams, will they be on YouTube? Uh, actually, no, they're just on Twitch, but I could drag them into YouTubes. Well, I think put them onto YouTubes for the people that want to watch that don't listen to this episode in the next two weeks type thing. Yeah, I will download them and do that, yeah. Cool. I'll just check them up there. So, I don't yeah. talk much for it because it's kind of it's actually quite cool. Atmospheric, atmospheric. The music's very good. Oh, <laughs> so it's kind of cool music, and it changes as you're playing, so it's it's very clever. So we're done. Cool. Okay, that sounds interesting. So yeah, make sure you're following us on Twitch and YouTube if you want to keep an eye on what we do there. We also live stream the podcast on Twitch and YouTube when we live stream podcasts. So that's that's correct, yes. Yes. Well Make sure you follow us there. And if you're looking to follow me, you can find me at Zarkris X A R C R I U S on Twitter and Xbox. I think that's us for today. 
It's time we to get it. on with our Saturday and go get some breakfast. Oh, no, some lunch is half 12 here. Oh, look at that. Perfect timing. So thank you guys for hanging out. We've been the Xbox cast and we will see you all on Xbox Live. Goodbye. <laughs> and good night. No, well, I mean, it's not good night because it's <laughs> during the day. I'm sorry you threw me and I was waiting for the good night to press the button. That's hilarious. <laughs>